Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to HCS Pro Talk, your weekly Halo esports podcast. This is episode 41 for the week of October 9th, 2018. Will, I didn't screw it up this time. You got it, man. I got both in one go because I have it in the notes so I wouldn't fuck up. We did it together. We did it. My name is Josh, a.k.a. JK Fire, and today I am joined by the man with all the G-Fuel, Will, a.k.a. I am Mr. Mayhem. Will, how are you today? Doing good. It's doing good. good. Work went by fast. I am... Yeah, we're not sponsored by G Fuel, but I'm gonna say today's show. Yet. I'm, I'm gonna say today's show is brought to you by G Fuel. Otherwise, I would be dead asleep right now. So I got a shipment in today. Uh, got the new black on blackberry tub by the Mister Doctor Disrespect. Um, got some other flavors in a variety pack, so I'm ready to rock for a while. But that's not the most important thing you got in that pack. What are you drinking out of right now, Will? The new Halo World Championship Shaker Cup. It's green and orange. It looks pretty awesome. I like it a lot. If you haven't get, gotten one yet, go get it. It's sweet. I need to get mine just to have one. Because yeah. like, I use a blender bottle for shaking up the G Fuels. Yeah. But just to have that cup in the collection would be nice. For sure. Will. Today was a day. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. But it's time for another podcast, and before we get into the actual show, we got some housekeeping for ya. So, uh, Will, there's yeah. something coming up this weekend. There is. Something big. It's gonna be fun. It's gonna be amazing. It's gonna be a blast. A blasty blast? Yes, as said by Dane Cook. Is that is that where what, that came from? Yeah. Wow. Why it, why it became so, yeah, popular. It was in, uh, I forget the name of the stand-up show, but it was the one where, uh, Vicious Circle... Dane Cook stand up a vicious circle with the door kicker and all that when he like blew up. That's where yeah. we're, we're 26 blast. years old. Yeah. I feel old as fuck. When was the last time Dane Cook came up in a conversation? Oh, it's it's been a while. Yeah. Like what? Oh, woo. Doo, 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 doo. Okay. So our community play dates this weekend. Yep. And if you haven't signed up yet, it'll be the first link in the show notes of this episode. So uh, make sure you do sign up. Let us know what games you're interested in playing with us. Halo 5, MCC, or both. Uh, it, it's a Google form. It's the first one I've ever made. There's like I think there's one issue with it that I'm not going to point out because otherwise people are going to point it out to me. Well, like, wouldn't you just fucking fix it? People are going to look for well, it they now. Can, they can go ahead and look for it. I don't care. That's all them. That is all them. It, it does not... It doesn't break anything. Sure. It's it, just, it literally doesn't. It's just, a, it's, a, it's a quirk. We're just going to say okay. it's a quirk. Okay. But I'm proud. It looks good. Yeah. It looks clean. I like it. Yeah. But if you answer no, like, I think if, are you interested in playing it, do you have an answer of, like, yes or no? And if you hit no, it's like, oh, well, uh, okay. <laughs> Hopefully see you next time or something. Nice. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty sweet. I'm proud of myself. And then also, uh, Tasman, mm -hmm. we're hopefully going to do that 1v1. Are you planning on doing that on the community play date? Yeah. Okay. Or like before or after. I'll talk to him and we'll figure it out. Tasman, if you if you still listen to the show. By the way, I, I should have included you in the shout out section, but I saw that new podcast trailer on the Twitters today. We put Ooh. a new one out today. A trailer. A, a podcast trailer. trailer. Okay. For his new podcast. Ooh. Take a look. We'll it's, have to it's do. It's extra special. Good stuff. 
looking forward to it. But back to the community play date or- ordeal here. Le- if you still listen, let me know what you want to do, whether it be before, during, or after, and then we can figure out game and whatnot, too. I need to be there to spectate. You do need to be. Well, you're going to be there. Okay. Good. There's no issue with that, be. Will. You're going to be there. Saying. Don't worry. Don't leave me out. I won't <laughs> leave you out. I promise. I can't leave the the... What the fuck was I about to say? I was going to put a word before producer. The illustrious producer. Sure. Whatever you want to call me. The amazingly fantastical producer. <laughs> the sexy as a motherfucker producer. No. Why not? No. Why not? Okay. Enjoy not? it. Bask Thanks. in it. Thank you. Thank you Mr. for the Mr. Business Cash. Always. <laughs> Will, what do we normally start the show off with? We always start with some roster mania. So here we go. If you don't know, this is where I get to mess up names of people who I may or may or not already read. So we're going to tell you what teams are coming from what region, why thing or teams that have changed what's going on here. Josh is cracking up already. The best part, the best part is that we technically have two roster radios because of the Microsoft store tournaments that took place. Oh, so yeah, here we go again. Well, we'll get into that a little bit later. Yep. But here we go from, I, I'm guessing these are more of the HCS. These are the rosters from the HCS scene. Yes, these are the 2K teams. 2K rosters. So here yes. we go. Out of the Latin America region, we have Hazlo Noble, which includes Noble, Skylar, Atso, and Magic Buttons. We have We Don't Even Play, which includes Angsuka, Lofty, Lil Saiyan, and Dadara. We have Trophio, which is Method, Vistral, I'm Serious as God, and Member. We have 2K2K2K, which is Losing You, Skyline King, D2W Ducks, and Sexy God. Then the Team Always Loser, which is Reactions, Agate, Juggler, and Bird. Nice so, job with Reactions. Yeah, you I, got I, it. I had to look at it for a second, but yep. it clicked. All right. Moving on to the Australia-New Zealand region. We have Broken Controllers, which includes Alex, Berserk, Madzy, and Slays. We have Money Team, which is Flex Reigns, Hoax, Piperns, and Young Wilcox. We have Team Exto Reload, which is Didact, Kill Switch, Reaver, and Boom Chakalaka. Great name. He's back. So, Josh, I got to call you out here on yeah. the notes. We're moving on to the EU teams. Yes. Mose is on, and Snipe Drone and Kimbo. There's two teams here with two different names. Yes. So that first one is so, for Atlanta. Okay. They're so, looking for an org to represent them, and they don't have a name yet. Gotcha. Hence why I put Will exclamation point. This team does not have a name or an org yet in all caps. Remember so, last week when yes. you fucking called me out on that shit again? I had to. So you called me out on enough. I had to give it back once, but here we go. So it. this team is playing for Atlanta. They don't have a team or an org, as we just said. This includes Moe's, Snipe Drone, Kimbo, and Bran. And then we have Team Oak, which is Moe's, Respectful, Kimbo, and Snipe Drone. So it looks like Respectful and Bran being traded out there. Um, is just for the 2K. Just for the 2K. It's what it seems like, yeah. So, But they were playing together. Next, we have Team QRLS, which I'm assuming is the beginning letter of each of their names because this includes Cristola, Riots, Lunny, and SLG. 
Next, we have Halo 5 is dead. Sad face. Which <laughs> includes uh, Shadyzer, Shabby Dagger, Arby, and Speed. We also have Mocket, which is Warlord, Batchford, Havoc, and Squashy. We have Adversary, which is... Oh, God. Here's one of them. This is where they threw letters and numbers and up and down capitalization. I'm going to go with Promtolic. Promtolic? Sure. Next, we have Novokopot. Darkhan and IZM2. That's as best as you're going to get out of that. Works oh. for me. Next, we have Skid Light, which is Beatley, Oscar, Morga, and Crossman. We then have Team LKPS, which includes Kronos, Precisionite, Demon, and Mata. Then we have Not So Shabby, which includes Legend, Bali Haggis, Kamikaze, and Monster Bang. Good job on the Kamikaze. I got through EU. There we go. You did. Um, moving on to North America. Josh <laughs> prefaces this one as, well, this is kind of a new story, but also a new roster announcement. So here we go. Lux Gaming dropped their roster. The tweet will be included, but the next tweet we included is Lux Gaming picks up a new roster. So they left and now they're back. This new roster includes Nated, Denoxide, Nebula, and Gilkey. So, uh, Nated and Denoxide getting back into the, the mix. Uh, I'm not too familiar with Neb- Nebula and Gilkey. Josh, do you, do you recognize those names? Gilkey's been around for a while. Gilkey has? Okay. Yeah. And then, I'm not... Oh, shit. It was Gilkey and Demon D on that world's roster. Oh, yes. Yeah, I remember that now. Nebula is not sticking out to me right now. And I feel terrible. Yeah. But for all intents and purposes, it's cool to see these guys back. So Yeah, maybe they can uh, surprise us a little bit going forward. We'll have to find out. So then the last team coming out of North America, we have Fung Pirates, which is commonly straight sick, Druck 844, and Soul Snipe. And that's it for Roster Mania, where I didn't do too shabby this time. You didn't. I think we should do, um, we should start a counter. And every time I mess up a name, you just make a tally. And then we just tally up through the weeks on how many names I've just butchered. So like a Roster Mania rankings? Yeah. For how well you do week in, week out? Yeah. it's a good idea. We can make it like a fantasy game as well. Oh, with our Like listener. how well do you think Will will do this week on yeah. Roster Mania? You get how many points, however you get right. That'd be actually really funny. That'd be a really cool like community type thing that we could put together. It'd be really funny. Let's let's get it in the works. Um, rough drafts coming soon, yeah. and we'll let you guys know. Yeah, I like it. If you guys are in the Discord, if you're not already, you should be in the Discord. Link will be in the show notes. But if you are in the Discord, let us know if you like that um, idea. I've been having issues, so I've been checking our show notes on different sites. Yes. And um, a lot of the times, I don't get past the news. Yep. So what's the best place to find the complete show note list? Uh, Pocket Cast, because I know the whole thing's there. And then... Pocket Cast is a paid subscription, though, isn't it? Because I tried to download it on my iPhone, yes. and it was three ninety nine. Yep. Shit. So we need... It's still uh, a great fucking podcast. It is. Yeah, I'm not going to sure. lie. I'm sure. I just wish there was a more convenient way. I don't know if iTunes way. has the whole thing. I wish there was a more convenient way to find those. You things. know what we could honestly just do? 
we could plop it all into a shareable Google Doc and just post the Google Doc link. To the, like, that would be the link on the Like, we would notes. have the timestamps, right? Separated. Yep. Because people like to skip ahead and do whatever they need to do, right? So we include timestamps just normally. And, and then, then, a then link to right the below it is the Google link to the rest of the show notes. I like it. Looked up for that uh, going forward. So we'll try it out this week. Yep. If it works, cool. If people like it, cool. We'll keep going. If not, let us know. We'll, we'll see what we can fucking do. But yeah, we, I just want to make everything more accessible for everyone. Yes. And I think the easiest way to include it all and to make sure that nothing's getting cut out is to literally just do what we talked about. Have timestamps first so everybody can see those no matter what. And then a Google Doc for the rest of the show notes. So we'll try that out. And then also, uh, before we technically move on to the next segment, just want to quickly point out that if you... Listen on YouTube, um, you would have noticed that episode 40, this is episode 41 we're recording right now, but episode 40 actually got uploaded last night. So, Podbean, there was an issue with the connected account for YouTube, so the episode never actually got pushed out. Hopefully it's fixed moving forward, but even if it's not, I now know exactly what to do and it's a seamless process. If it doesn't go live day and date, I can immediately get it uploaded that same day. So... I apologize for that. Uh, I contacted Podbean support and they explained to me what the situation was. So we're going to hope that it works out uh, this week moving forward. We'll awesome. have to wait and see. Um, Will. Yes, sir. So it's happening frequently enough where you had the brilliant idea to include a separate segment for this. So here it is. We have COD. And other competitive games. Watch. <laughs> <laughs> you threw the other competitive games and because now we're seeing... We saw a bunch of people jump, jumping to COD. Yes. And now we're seeing some interest in other games as well. Yes. So, first and foremost, Neptune. Um, a few tweets went out from him. And I quote, Who wants to go pro in Gears with me? And then like the eye emoji, right? And then next tweet was, being serious though, I'm confident in my ability to become good in Gears, so if you know people near the top of this game, please at them. Thanks. And the final tweet was, I'm low-key getting decent at Gears. The same eye emoji. So, Neptune seems generally interested in moving on to uh, competitive Gears of War, and we clearly see it thriving. There's another game in the works that's coming um, eventually, next year or the year after. So... And I imagine the competitive scene will continue with that if MLG keeps it up as well with their pro league. Why not? Good for him. Hopefully he comes back for Infinite. Of course, we hope anybody that leaves to go to a different game hopes to come back to Infinite. Because it'd be nice to continue to talk about them um, on the show. Next up is a potential person moving on, uh, Denoxide. So... A tweet comes out from the no from the knock side, and I quote: "Loki favoring the side of switching to Black Ops after DreamHack Atlanta smiley face." So speculation. He hasn't confirmed anything yet. We're just reporting on it because it was there. Um, then the one that really, this is the one that really surprised me. Okay, didn't really think much about this until he started replying to these tweets. So Mickwin, again, nothing confirmed at all. Okay, pure speculation. But based off the tweets that he had, it makes sense. Okay? So, Penguin put out a tweet. And I quote, Why did y'all move the servers to the bottom of the Atlantic today? At Tashi343. Oh, no. Randa replied with, Cancel the scrim. Cod time. Mickwin replies with, I approve. Randa replies with, Big mood win. 
Mickwin replies with six weeks. Randa replies with boot camp at my house, and Mickwin finalizes it with nah, come up here. Six weeks from the day that that tweet was posted is when Atlanta happens. Therefore, speculation would show that after Atlanta, Mickwin's making the change. He might move. He might move on. Now, again, pure speculation. We do not know. We haven't reached out to him for a comment. This is just based off what we're seeing. Okay. But I, though, that series of tweets, like, really was like, oh, shit, he might move on too. Oh, man. Yeah. And the final one, the final individual, Will, I'll let you say the name because you love it so much. I'll, I'll miss him on the show if he's no longer included, but it's too foxy. This was from a, twi- uh, a Twit Longer pro. Uh, is it Twit Longer or Tweet Longer? It's Twit Longer. It's, it's, tw- yeah, Twit Longer. Yeah. It's like longer Twitter posts. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. And I quote. Going to be making some big changes near future. Just thought people who follow me might be interested. Firstly, I'm going to be stepping away from Halo permanently this time around and looking to pursue Call of Duty or another Battle Royale, either Fortnite, Fortnite or Blackout, like I did with my previous hiatus in H1Z1. More than capable to compete at the top, just wasting potential playing Halo in its current limbo state. Both competition-wise and financially, it is no longer sustainable, even at the top of our region. Attempted to compete last year in World War II, but was unable to gain support for the opening international-based event, which would have just resulted in me playing the whole year to try to qualify for COD Champs, so lost interest. But this time around, going to put all motivation into the Switch. Just looking for a good opportunity and someone to take a risk on me. Secondly, I'm going to be doing the smart thing and enrolling into university in January, so after all this is said and done, I will have a degree to fall back on if my situation changes drastically. Literally going to be no-lifing whatever game I put my head towards while I'm there. This is from Perry, or Too Foxy. And then TLDR, done with Halo was fun, but making the change to COD BR until uh, and starting uni degree. So, Too Foxy, we obviously wish you the very best. Yes. Uh, especially in the university degree as well. So, good shit. Good shit. And hopefully somebody does take a chance on him, because he's a great player. He's got some skills on the sticks. Skills to... Pay ho- the bills. Hopefully pay the bills... In a more profitable game. There you go. Will. Yes, sir. That's it for COD. In other competitive games, watch. Hope you enjoyed the segment. Uh, we obviously are interested in the ever-changing Halo scene. Yes. So that's, I think this is important to note because we have seen competitors move on from Halo to be successful in other games. And we just kind of want to... Keep an eye on them while they go on to different things. Exactly. And not only that, but this also gives an opportunity for, like, let's say, not, let's say not a decent amount, but some top tier talent does move on to play a different competitive game, right? That gives an opportunity for these younger or lesser known individuals to really step up and take their rightful, take the rightful place. So there, there could be a lot of good that happens from this too. I mean, we saw where these splice kids came from too. Like they, I mean, yeah, there's a couple vets on that squad, but realistically, there's a lot of young talent that's coming through. Yeah, and Splice has said, um, they've only done a couple interviews, so in one of the interviews, we were told, they said that they feel like only 20% of the field is playing Halo 5, and the rest of the competitors are kind of stuck in the old Halo 3 days. Yep. So, maybe all these pros moving on to compete in different games will bring to light what Halo can be. 
I'm maybe so. maybe that'll be a spark to bring more interest back to Halo. We don't know. It's speculation, but we won't know unless things change. Yep. That's the whole point of that conversation that's had as well. Will, it's time for the other best segment of the show. It's Will's Adventures Within the Haloverse. So I played more Halo 5. Ooh, he played more Halo. Ranked up in both Slayer and Arena. Ranked up? Went from, well, from Plat 1 to Plat 2. Hey, that's a rank up regardless. It's a rank up. Um, I th- would have done better in Slayer had I not been on the new maps. I, that's my biggest gripe. Although they did have a Halo 3 remake. Um, Which one? In there. I don't know the name of it, but it's the one where there's... Uh, now we're back to Will Explains Halo Maps. It's very open on top. There's like a bunker in the middle. There's a ghost. Um, Invis spawns underneath. It's got like fuel rod cannon. It's a very... ghost spawns underneath. A go- oh, it- yes, it does. Um, there's like... It's very hard to describe. And there's we- camo bottom mid? Yeah. There's rocks that kind of like, there's like a, it's like a hill. It's on like a mountainside. And then like the, the hill kind of rolls down over a base and then it drops off. And then there's a flat outer side. There's a fucking spider that is literally like climbing its web. Will, it's right here. Oh, hey. Oh, I fucking hate spiders. Sorry to just totally derail the show there for a second. Holy shit. Ladies and gentlemen, we are on. HCS Protox Spider Watch, where Will's about to take... Oh, and he kills the spider. Beep, 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 beep. Will saves the day once again. Josh can't handle spiders. Because I can't handle bugs. I don't know what it is. Like, I don't know if anything happened to me as a child or whatever the fuck. I just cannot stand bugs, man. I don't know. Like, I'll kill him if I have to. We, at the first apartment that we lived in... Um, my now wife and I, uh, the first apartment that we lived in together, the spiders came up from the drain. We lived, we technically lived underground. Like the first floor was underground. Oh Um, yeah. Yeah. So we had spiders that came up from the drain when it, when it came to be seized, like around the, like the right season, you know, I'd kill them every morning. It's, I just can't stand them. But regardless, thank you for doing that. I appreciate you. What would I do without you, Will? You'd uh, leave the room. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! Okay, right? I mean, I don't. Maybe no, no. Maybe you, if I be way too chicken shit, you'd be fine. Jesus! All right, back to the Halo discussion. So there's yes. camel bottom mid, and there's a ghost. Yep. And it's on a hillside. Yes. Are you sure there's a? And there's like a lift to go from bottom mid up to the top on like the back of the map on the back left or i guess it would be mid how am i fucking forgetting this right anyway it's a halo 3 map i'm pretty sure it's halo 3 man we're gonna i'm gonna have to look into that i feel really stupid right now you know what i need to do so there was i know we're kind of getting off topic but not really stay with me so back when mcc released okay as a pre-order bonus at best buy and probably other places as well there would be, you could get a map book. Like a complete map book that had every multiplayer map from every game in the Master Chief collection. I have multiple of them. Can I get one? I will bring two in 
well, I'll just make sure I have one in my bag. Yeah. And that way, whenever we have this, we'll explain Halo map segment again. You're, you're going to pull up the I'll book. I'll be flipping through them and be like, hey, what the fuck? Where the fuck is that camo in the bottom mid? But yeah, we'll, we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. But anyway. So, um, ranked up. Yeah. Yeah. My team won on that map. Ooh. Even down a, down a player. Three to four. Wow. Um, okay. Yeah. I feel like I am... I feel like I'm ranked low, lower than I should be. Sure. Based on the new maps throwing me off. Yep. Because, I mean, I was almost a diamond player in Slayer last season. I got it like, what, plat five, plat six. I was close. Sure. Never just, never broke over. Um, so, yeah, being plat one and plat two, I went um, like 17 and six on another map. It felt great. I tried to upload a clip. Ooh. Xbox Xbox like froze the clip so it's just like a still picture of me clambering, which is great. <laughs> okay. Um, but um there was a guy, so um Slayer on Truth. Guy runs top mid and I'm in the red sneaky. So I can see him running top mid. Mm-hmm. I throw a sticky like past his face, and he stops and crouches under the the shield. I then run and jump and throw another sticky and stick him over the top of the shield and fall bottom mid. And it was just such a, such a fluid, like cool stick. I just had to try to clip it, but then it Xbox failed and saved just a screenshot. Well, it wasn't, it was a video. And then when it tried to upload, it just froze it, which sucked. That's fucking stupid. I was mad. It's the first time I tried to clip something. because I've never, (laughs) I've never been the one to do that, but. No, I've, I've been having a decent time playing Halo 5. There's still some matchmaking issues where, um, you know, the population is just not there. Yep. So, it is what it is. Um, I would like to get a team of four together to run some arena. Because I feel like I could do so much better than Platt with a full team in callouts. Are you positive that map was a Halo 3 map? No. What do you think? I just looked up every Halo 3 map, and none of them are, are reminding me of what you're discussing. Okay. Like, none of them are. The only one that I can think of that's on a hillside is, like, high ground. That, But that has a, a ghost at the beach side. Oh, yeah, there's they, no beach. Okay, then I have no fucking idea what you're talking about. I have no idea. Did you play any other video games, Will? Fortnite? Well, you got Se- back on. Okay. Season six. Yeah. I thought I was going to be done with it. Um, I think I'm done solo playing, but um, a good friend of mine had a squad on and I was the fourth. Were you playing with Joey? Yeah. Yeah. So um, it's fun to joke around and mess around with those guys, but I'm not like trying to be all serious about it anymore. Sure. And, um, Season six good though? Yeah. There's some new mechanics where there's a... Uh, I don't forget what they call. I call them spooky stones, but you, um, uh, yeah, oh, the ones you go invisible or whatever. Yeah, but you can like phase through walls and yeah. stuff. And then that's kind of cool. Yeah, and then they have the new like I call it the tornado mechanic. So there's like a um the big cube float like was the it appeared last season. Yeah, it ended up dissolving in Loot Lake. Now what what it did is it lifted the island that was in Loot Lake and it floats around the map. 
That's actually kind of fucking cool. And underneath that floating island is like a tornado that if you walk into it, it pulls you up and then you can glide around the map. You can pull out your glider again. You can dive bomb on someone. Damn. So it's it's actually kind of fun. That does sound cool. Um, but yeah, I'm not in it to be like, oh, we're going for like 50 wins or whatever. I'm just there yeah, to play and playing. joke around and have fun. Yeah. So, but that's really it. A few games of Fortnite, some Halo 5. That's been that. Not bad. I would li- would have liked to play more, but you get it in when you can. <laughs> yeah, I understand that. Will, let me, while you're looking up Halo maps to try to figure out which one you were talking about, let me tell you about a little game that came out a little while ago called Assassin's Creed Origins. Not Odyssey, not the new one. I'm talking about Origins. Origins. I keep wanting to say oranges. So, Origins. Origins. So, that came out before Odyssey. Ancient Egypt. Assassin's Creed. It's good shit. I can't stop playing it. I'm going for 100% in each area. Because there's an achievement to 100%ing every area. So, I'm trying to do that. Like, there, there, there's some side shit in that game that's just redundant and stupid. But combat's pretty fun. The world is gorgeous. And yeah, it's a, it's a good, like, I can just pop this on. I can play for a half hour to an hour, and I know I'm accomplishing something. I'm always making progress in that game. So it feels good. And I'm fucking waiting for COD at the end of this week. And then we have Red Dead shortly after. So I have a big dilemma with COD. Oh, shit. I just don't know what platform to get it on because you're getting it on Xbox. I know. And Joey, my other... He's getting on PlayStation 4. PlayStation 4. I know. And I feel like he's going to play it a lot more than you would. And I know you're not... Wow, thanks a lot for... I'm just... I know you're not a Battle Royale guy, which that's going to be like the main thing in that. I know. But then why wouldn't she just get it on PC? Yeah. I mean, it's going to run better. It would. But I mean, then again, like, I can't, I can't necessarily say that. I mean, it will, it, it's going to, it will end up running better on PC because eventually they're going to get to a point where it's going to be uncapped frame rate. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not launching that way, but it, it will get that way. But I, I can't put a detriment on the console, uh, Call of Duty players because they, they, they do a phenomenal job with that game every single year. And it's, it's mainly, the player base has mainly been on console, so... We'll, we'll just have to wait and see. Will, did you find the map? Um, I'm watching a video right now to see if I can find it. Okay. Um, it's a community remake or a community made map. Oh, it's a community made map. So I'm wondering if it's... Because I looked at just ones that Bungie made along with all of the map packs and I still couldn't... Nothing came to mind. So yeah, let me know if you... Let me know if you find it. Um, but yeah, Assassin's Creed or- Origins, good video game. I'm, there's so many people streaming Odyssey and like, I watched all the reviews. I read all the reviews for Odyssey and it looks like a bigger and better Origins, which is good. I'm just scared. Because of how much there is to do. Oh, apparently it's unbelievably massive. Odyssey. I watched Shroud play some Odyssey. Yeah. So it's kind of kind of cool. Um, he was already level fifty, so he's maxed out, and he played. So there's like two kind of different storylines. 
Yeah, there's Alexios and um, Cassandra. Yeah, you get to pick what character you want to play as, and they both have... They, it all comes together in the same storyline, but yeah, there's slight but, differences. Um, there's kind of like, you can learn about your character's storyline, or there's also just go after the big bad bosses and get to the end oh, storyline. okay. So he did more of the, I'm just going to fight the big stuff and get to the end. Okay. So I'm he I'm kind of interested like there's there is a ton to do in that game. Yeah. If you're interested watch uh you can watch Admiral Baru who's playing on a harder difficulty in that game and then I believe he's going for all of it. And there's a couple other people that are going for all of the completion as well. That's so, crazy. Yeah. It looks it looks really really good though. And okay, Revelations is the we know no. 3 Three is the worst Assassin's Creed game next to Revelations. Like, they're both not good. But every Assassin's Creed game has things that are good about it. And, yeah, I'm hoping Odyssey's good shit. I'll probably get it on Black Friday because it's more than likely going to be cheaper. Oh, yeah. That's usually what happens with Assassin's Creed. I mean, Origins did the same thing. So we'll just have to wait and see. I'm excited for it. Um, But I literally have only been playing Assassin's Creed for the whole fucking week will yeah that does it for that segment but now it's time for some news first and foremost we have cm jeez oh boy we're already starting this segment off right mcc patch notes for october 3rd 2018 an article along with everything else we talk about will be in a google doc link in the show notes check it out just a couple things will i'm not gonna read your ear off this time Instead, just a couple quick points. There's a couple bug fixes that they worked on. First and foremost, improved game stability, notably in Halo CE campaign, playlists, and main menu. And then a Spartan Ops fix where a crash on Spartan Ops Mission 9 Episode 1 has been resolved. It's very specific. But good for them for fixing it. Next up, we have the Halo 5 doubles refresh feedback. And I quote... One of the refreshes we're currently working on is for doubles, and we're at the point where we where it would be great to hear some feedback. Please post your doubles wishlist items in this thread, and we'll be reading through them and see how they fit into what we're doing right now. Given folks are generally split down the middle on topics like loadouts and radar, we think it'd be ideal to find creative ways to offset both concerns using the maps and weapon placements rather than major radar and loadout changes. But feel free to let us know what you think. And by us, I mean them in the uh, article. Next up... What I've been seeing a lot of people playing and enjoying. Big Team Super Fiesta. The thing that Will cringed at last time we talked about is within Halo 5. And I quote, it's Super Fiesta, but bigger and better. Big Team Super Fiesta has made its explosive debut in Halo 5. Jump in and join the party, right? Meow. Next up, the Halo Community Spotlight for October 4th, 2018 is included in the show notes. Halo 4 Forward Up to Dawn Anniversary was October 5th. That not-so-great-but-okay live-action series. That was a thing that I wished was better, but whatever. Then we have the Forge Hub 4v4 Slayer Community Favorite Map winner. A link will be included, but third place is a tie. Going to Analog by Omicron and Blaze, and then Conflux by Spirit and Black. Second place going to Othello by Examples and Yeti for Hire. And finally, we have first place going to Iron Hall by Buddy Jumps. 
congratulations to you guys. The maps look sick. Next up, we have the Halo 5 community asking for BTB update by Backdraft. So, I saw a tweet by Saiyan, right? He put out a tweet saying that, hey, guys at 343, uh, there's some people in the BTB community looking for a potential refresh and thought you'd point you in the right direction for this. So this is the article that was posted on the Waypoint forums from Backdraft, and I quote, Hello, Unishek community leaders and 343. I want to preface this long-needed update by saying I've played Halo 5 since launch day through all the updates and weapon tunes. I'm sure there isn't a new subject, however, it is... I'm sure this isn't a new subject, however, it is becoming more apparent that the battle rifle needs to be retuned for big team battle and possibly Warzone. I understand for the most part why the BR was tuned to not be as accurate and as powerful from a distance for Arena. Arena has a consistent weapon, which we all know is the pistol, which let's face it, you're either good or not with it. Aside from the occasional yet unintentional blank shot, the pistol is reliable. The BR in its current state is extremely inconsistent in BTB because of how the big maps are for one and because players are getting screwed over for being accurate and good with the BR. There are already videos explaining why the outdated BR, uh, why the updated BR made the weapon virtually useless. In Arena, why use a weapon where not every burst hits its target when you can use a tired, uh, tried and true pistol? There's a lot of graphical, wait, grammatical. There are a lot of grammatical errors in this article. Holy shit. Backdraft. Come on, man. Called proofread, dude. Whew. Okay. However, in BTB, the community is forced to play large maps with a weapon that even if you hit all four shots, there's a strong chance you won't A, get a perfect, and B, may die to a less talented player because their BR bursts hit instead of yours. The BR is too inconsistent for a playlist where your primary weapon has such random recoil that only two-thirds of a burst hits, even when on target. Making long-range fights winnable just a random stroke of luck even, uh, even if both opponents are accurate. Now my proposed solution after speaking to all the major teams that still play BTB, we are, ple uh, we are please asking could you consider a quick hotfix for BTB and possibly Warzone by A, taking out recoil, B, increase the range of the BR effectiveness by 30%, C, a compromise that the BR could function exactly how it did before the weapon tune at short to medium range engagements and keep it the way it is now for longer range fights, and D, if possible, just reverting back the changes completely, giving us the pre-weapon tuning BR, most of all of in the BTB community would prefer that. So, there you go. They're looking for a BTB change. And you know what? We, I think we've talked about it in previous episodes, but that BR is shit. Yeah. Like, it, it, oh man, that BR is such a fucking trash gun right now. In that video game. Yeah, I'm not a fan of it. No. It ain't good. Next up. The MCC quote-unquote match composer has been announced. This is a tweet from Sketch. Sneak peek of a work-in-progress match composer in development for MCC, i.e. mixtape matchmaking. Pick the game size, the games, the modes, and jump into play. This will be coming soon to a public flight build for community testing and feedback. Stay tuned. Awesome. Sounds really cool. Now... Will, have you been paying attention to the uh, the community discussion in the Discord? I don't get a chance to read it as often as you're in there, but I try. So, something that was talked about today was that match composer. Where we're talking about population sizes in the game. And like MCC, and whether or not it would even like 
work out well or if it's going to drastically increase wait times to get into matches. Because what I think people don't realize is that, yeah, there was a resurgence in population when the game kind of quote unquote re-released, but it's not as big as people might think. Like there isn't, I mean, we don't have exact numbers, but there aren't an absolute motherfucking shit ton of people playing that game right now. Right. So just keep that in mind. It is cool. I hope it works out well, but I also hope that people's expectations are kept in line. You know? Yeah, because if you're looking for specific modes and game times, you should know that your wait time is going to be increased because then you are also looking for other people looking for those specific modes, game types, maps, stuff like that. Exactly. Exactly. Next up, we have some competitive news, Will. First and foremost, the Calgary... The... <laughs> the Calgary Halo tournaments have been announced. I cannot speak today. I apologize. It was a long day at work. What am I going to do? Game. Halo. The Master Chief Collection. Teams. 2v2. I was about to say showdown, but, you know, it. I didn't. I did, but I didn't. Type. LAN. Prize pool? Question mark explanation exclamation explanation mark jesus christ where calgary oh my god what is wrong with me will what is wrong with me calgary 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 you got this man calgary alberta holy i think it's the voice you're trying to do the voice it's the throwing, voice. It's throwing you off. Dates January 19th, February 2nd, February 16th, and March 2nd. My wife's birthday. Mine's my birthday, the, the one before, February 16th. Holy shit. <laughs> the finals will take place on March 16th. Mark your calendars. Follow for more details to come. Retweet if you're excited to prove yourself. We retweeted it. We will not be reproving ourselves, but we'll be covering them. You best believe that. And next and finally, we have the LFTG presents the 4v4 Halo 5 Online Tournament. October 21st, 12 p.m. Pacific Time. It is a free-to-play tournament with HCS game types and map settings. And the prize pool, first place will get take home $120 hairs. Second place taking home $60 hairs. Will. Yeah. That's it for the news. Would you take it away for some scrims, please? All right. So, yeah, we had some teams go up against each other, playing in some scrims throughout the week. So let's go back to Wednesday, October 3rd. Tox took on Renegades. Series score was 8-7 to seven going to Tox. Very close series. Renegades had 26 more kills. Tox had 22 more assists. Renegades had 21 less deaths. Tox had 8 more power kills. Renegades had 64 more precision kills, and Renegades also had 68 more magnum kills. Very back and forth. Yeah. Next, on Wednesday, we had that same Renegades squad go up against Reciprocity. Series score, 9-6 going to Reciprocity. On Friday, October 5th, Renegades went up against Accelerate. Man, Renegades getting in there. Um, series score was 10-5 Renegades. Stats weren't included because they were kind of how you would expect them to go with those scores. Precisely. Um, and then on Saturday, October 6th, Renegades went up against Accelerate again. Series score was 3-2 to two going to Renegades. 
closer series, but Renegades still uh, taking it. Getting their grind on. I guess so. They're really uh, trying to get after it, try to hopefully improve and get their uh, their strats together and make a run at Atlanta. Hell yeah. For what could be the last Halo 5 event as we know it, but I, it probably won't be. Like I said, we uh, have that mystery announcement that we're waiting for at we Atlanta. We are waiting, and before... we will be talking a shit ton about it when it gets announced. Yes. Hopefully it uh, is a good announcement. <laughs> I hope so, too. Will, that's it for the scrims. All right. But we got some tournaments to talk about. And oh boy, do we. We Here we go. We got stacks on stacks on stacks. Of tournaments. Of tournaments. First and foremost, the Beyond Astro Spartans October 1v1 took place. Scariotic taking home first and 500 doll hairs. Boo boo doo boo taking home second place. Bracket will be included in the show notes. Also... Um, the free-for-all is taking place literally as we're recording this right now. I was thinking that part of me thought that it was taking place over the weekend and not today. So I'm like, oh, we'll be talking about both of them on this show, but next week. Yeah, I guess technically we did talk about it as in it's taking place right now. Will, what do we got for the two K's? All right. So yep, two K's took place. Getting those pro points for placings for atlanta if they even matter if they matter yes so here we go out of the latam region um first place went to Hazlow noble which is taking home 350 dollars 2000 pro points second place went to we don't even play taking home 150 dollars and 1200 pro points third and fourth went to trophio and 2K, 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 taking home 800 pro points. And fifth went to Always Loser, taking home 600 pro points. And no more placings because no one else competed. At least they kept up with their namesake. Always Loser, last place for the, for the tournament. <laughs> oh, no. Out of Australia, New Zealand. First place went to Broken Controllers, taking home $500 and 2,000 pro points. Second place went to Money Team, taking home $250 and 1,200 pro points. Third place went to Exto Reload, taking home 800 pro points. And those were the only teams that competed there. Out of the EU region, first place went to Oak, which uh, took home $750 and 2,000 pro points. Second place went to QRLS, $250, 1,200 pro points. Third, fourth went to Halo 5 is Dead and Mock It, taking home 800 pro points. And in fifth, sixth, seventh, and eighth, taking home 600 pro points is at... Adversary, Skitlight, LKPS, and Not So Shabby. Moving on to North America. First place went to TBD because uh, they're streaming these ones coming up here. Tomorrow. The day this Tomorrow. episode releases. So Tuesday, October 9th. Yep. <laughs> I had to pull up my calendar to look at the day. <laughs> Give me a break. So, yeah. Tuesday, October 9th. We will have first place and second place determined and third and fourth. But in fifth, sixth, seventh, and eighth, we have Lux Gaming, Trifecta, Accelerate, and Fung Pirates. They got 600 pro points. So tune in and see who's going to take it home. So Josh has a little predictions segment here because we always get it wrong. Yes, we do. So we have two semifinal matches. First one is Tox versus Elevate. Okay, here's what we're going to do. 
Here's what we're going to do, Will. Okay. 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 We're going to count to three. Yeah. Okay. When I say three, we're going to say the team name that we think will win. Okay. That way, we hopefully don't agree on everything, and we just say the team we're thinking. Okay. All right. But I, I cut you off. What What's with Elevate here? So Elevate is with Ace. He's subbing for L-Town. So something to keep in mind. Ace is there instead. Got dropped from Accelerate. Yep. <laughs> Unfortunate. We'll have to see what happens. Okay. So I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to count us out. I'm going to go three, two, one. And then we say the name who we think will win the semifinal match. Okay. Okay. All right. Three, two, one. Tox. Tox. <laughs> yeah. I uh, mean, this is kind of a given, right? Yep. Okay. So we've right. got Tox taking the first semifinal. Let's yes. do it again for uh, Reciprocity versus Renegades. Okay. This one, this one's closer. This one's obviously closer. Yeah. Okay. All right. Three, two, one. Reciprocity. Reciprocity. Oh, Fuck. shocker. Fuck. Okay. I honestly thought you were going to, th- I thought you were going to say Renegades. You did? In this case. Well, they have been scrimming a lot, but I think that's because they need to and they want to get better. I think just Reciprocity, after that last performance, they solidified themselves as a for sure top three team. Yeah, they did really well at London. And... Renegades did too, though. So, like, like I said, this is the close one. Yeah, this is the one where we could be wrong, right? Which means we could be wrong in the final as well. But okay. it'd, be, it'd be Tox reciprocity in our minds in the final. And again, we'll count it down. One oh, more we're time. doing it again. Okay, one more time. Here we yep. go. Three, two, one. Reciprocity. Tox. Hey, we got a disagreement. Tox right. is going to take it home. You think so? I think they're mad. I think they're going to be like they're mad. Like you guys beat us. They didn't beat him though, did they? Reciprocity take out Tox, or they took out Splice in that last tournament. Well, no, they no, they didn't take them out. They they took out Splice to put Splice into the losers. Bracket. Yeah, yeah, and then they came back. And then back. they came back and I know. fucking whooped them. But I think Tox, I think Tox is just there. They have. They are back on top. They are the current champions yep. right now. Yep, I'm just gonna say they they stick with that grind and take it home. I'm gonna stick with Reciprocity. It, like my fanboy my like my fanboy nature right now is coming out a little bit but yeah like don't get me wrong they definitely reciprocity definitely has a skill oh yeah we've, every we've team seen does. it yeah um i think i think elevates kind of the weak link here like n- no offense to you guys i mean the fact that you're playing with a sub and you're still doing really well like that's awesome good for you guys and i know I know that Reciprocity, I know Tox, I know Renegades, I, th- all these teams are coming out at 100% right now. They're, they're trying to win. So, yeah. We'll just have to wait and see. Elevate, I mean, you made it this far? Cause an upset? Yeah. And a lot of the Tox Reciprocity scrims have all been like 9-7 or something like that. Yeah, they've really been close. close. They've been really close. The, the funny thing I see, though, is, is that it comes in waves. Like Tox will win four games and then Reciprocity will, will win three or four. And sometimes you don't see that back and forth as much. It's a more, and when you get into these short, like best of five, best of sevens, and it's not a 15 game series. You sometimes don't have those opportunities. You're going to have to make it work. Yep. So sometimes depending on the game types and modes, you might get run or you might be the one running away with it. No, I agree. And the other thing too is um, with recipro- with those Reciprocity Tox scrims, right? It's mainly 
like reciprocity will come out with more kills more often than not but it's not kills that wins you games in scenarios it's it's objective play it's map control exactly so while those series are close it all comes down to who's who's playing that map better who has, who has better objective control so on and so forth so yeah w- like if i was a betting man i'd say tox to win the whole thing but I think that I think that reciprocity have what it takes, and I think that Atlanta is going to be the real true showing. I think the fact that teams don't know what's happening after Atlanta, mm-hmm. everyone's got to be at one hundred fifty percent for this. Absolutely. I mean, if just say it is the last Halo Five event, this one would probably be remembered for a while, and that's why I almost don't think it is the last Halo Five event. So I feel like they would hype it up much more, sure, than what it is, sure. Um. Or but, there could be one more, like, Halo 5 World Championship. Yeah. There could be one more Halo 5 World season. And then that per- like that team that wins is, like, the definitive... Halo 5. Yeah. Sure. Exactly. Because so, what you have... Uh, CLG Optic Talks has two of them. Splice has one. So, anything can happen. I'm talking about World Championships right now. Yeah. What if Splice wins, though, and it's tied 2-2? Then it's almost like... Well, shit, then we have to have one more, right? Yeah. We have to have one more full fucking season <laughs> of Halo 5. Oh, oh, my God. That's a topic for later on in the show, Will. It is. So let's let's keep it moving. What do we got next? Next up is the Banished Halo Wars Championship League Season 2 Tournament Number 3. First place went to Rock Generation. Second place going to Almirante 99. Bracket will be included. Will, you told me you wanted me to take this stuff? Yeah, yeah. Next up, we had the AGLA, the American Griffball League of America. I still don't know why there are two Americas in there, but you know what? Fuck it. America! Fuck yeah! Uh, These are the recaps of that. So we missed last week, and I feel fucking terrible. I totally forgot to put the matches in from two weeks ago into last week's show. By golly, we got them now. So, first and foremost, on Monday, September 24th, Legacy went up against Vanguard. It was 2-0, going to Legacy. Next up was Corrupt versus Notorious. Game 1, 5-0, Corrupt. Game 2, 5-4, Notorious. Coming back a little bit there. Game 3, 5-0, Notorious. Series score 2-1, Notorious. Stats will be included in the show notes. For Tuesday, September 25th, Bomb Squad went up against One Hit Wonders. Game 1, 5-0, One Hit Wonders. Game 2, 5-4, one hit wonders series score 2-0 one hit wonders then it was notorious going up against no cap game one five three no cap game two five one no cap series score 2-0 no cap looking hot wednesday september 26th one hit wonders went up against legacy let's see if they can continue their hot streak from the previous day game one five three one hit wonders it's looking like it's going that way game two five one one hit wonders. Series score 201 hit. They keep going strong. Next up was NSFW versus Nobility. Game 1, 5 2 NSFW. Game 2, 5 4 NSFW. 2 0 NSFW. Thursday, September 27th, NSFW. What am against Legacy? Another 2 0 going to NSFW. Monday, October 1st, Vanguard went up against Corrupt. Game 1, 5 0 Vanguard. Game 2. 5-4, Corrupt. Game 3, 5-2, Corrupt. Series score, 2-1, Corrupt. 
Wednesday, October 3rd, NSFW went up against Corrupt. We have two pretty damn good teams going up against each other right now. Game 1, 5-0 NSFW. Well, that kind of dwindled that fire a little bit. Game 2, 4-3? Maybe I got that wrong. We're going to stick with it. NSFW, series score 2-0 NSFW. Then it was no cap going up against Legacy. Game 1, 5-0 no cap. Game 2, 5-3 no cap. Series score 2-0 no cap. Thursday, October 4th. The last matches we got for you. Legacy went up against Notorious. Game 1, 5-1 Legacy. Game 2, 5-2 Legacy. 2-0 Legacy. The Orphanage of Troubled Teens are back. They went up against NSFW. Game 1, 5-3 NSFW. Game 2, 5-2 Orphanage of Troubled Teens. Game 3, 5-2 Orphanage of Troubled Teens ending NSFW's hot streak, taking the series score 2-1. to one. And the last match we have is Vanguard versus NSFW. Game 1, 5-3 Vanguard. Game 2, 5-4 Vanguard. Series score 2-0 Vanguard. Will. Yes. Here we go. We're back at the Microsoft Store Halo 3 2v2 tournament recap. So we're going to go by each uh, region here and switch off. Um, we're going to take um, two regions each and then go back and forth. So, Before you start, Will, yeah. I always need to put this disclaimer before we talk about these tournaments. When I go through and I gather all the information for every single store, I will only include brackets that say completed. If they state in progress or they state unstarted, I will not include them in here because technically the results aren't finalized. Also, if there was a store that had one team compete, I'm not going to include that because the team technically didn't do anything to win. So just be aware. Those are the rules when I put this in the notes. Will, take it away. Here we go. From the international stores... Out of the Metropolis region, first place went to Team Hectic, which was Wake Up Chief and Just Mackin. Out of Yorkdale, first place went to Dagobah Flows, which is XVW PVW and Stress. From West Edmonton, first place went to Rehabilitation Medicine, which is Gerd Muller. <laughs> These names. Can you and say that one one more time for me? Gerd Muller. <laughs> That's and then Brian Tran. <laughs> oh Brian, you need to get Gerd uh, a new name. Um, next, we had from is it Chinook Center? First place went to Michael Johnson, which include Killer Jojo and Dordo. All right, out of the Midwest stores, Oak Park Mall. First place went to Five O'clock Shadow, which include Scene Shadow and Bearded Wonder. The Beachwood Palace store, first place, went to Team Uno, which is Anomaly XL and Agent Zeros, a ton of them. <laughs> Out of the Somerset North store, first place went to Grim Tiger, or Trigger, sorry, which is Sir Kilolotic and Demented One. Out of the St. Louis Galleria store, first place went to Late Boys, which was Faithful Shadow and Young Brisket. And out of the Woodland Hills, first place went to Avenge, which included Wawa Wally 
and salty. Oh my god, it's amazing. Walla Wally. Best name so far. And all right. Next up for the Northeast region, we had the Burlington Mall Store. First place going to R.I.P. Nenji Hayuga. Consisting of Cloud9 and Staffman Senpai. Then we had the Walden Galleria Store. First place going to 716, featuring Godly Shots and NB5s. The Destiny Store. First place going to Zero Pulse, consisting of Shifty and, and Angelic Frost. Finally, the King of Prussia Mall. First place going to Clockwork, consisting of Costa and Man Bear Pig. Remember, big. Nice. Then for the South Stores, the Domain. First place going to Semi-Retired, featuring Spinks Jinx and Night Fury. Then we have the Houston Galleria. First place going to Clutch, consisting of 17 Sneaks and Mr. Winky Man. It's <laughs> a good name. The Lock and Terror Store. First place going to Super Fiends, consisting of Run, Robbie, Run and Stormy. The North Park Store, first place going to Viva Effect, featuring Faro and Viva La Carnage. The Woodland Store, first place going to Triumph, featuring Slurshot and Boogeyman. And finally, the Baybrook Store, first place going to Double D's, consisting of Infinite and Ponaged. Is that me? That is definitely you. Oh, that, that first segment was really short. So, Southeast stores. Here we go. Lenox Square. First place going to the main attraction, which includes 90s TMA and Laser Girl. Out of the St. John's Town Center store, first place went to Spicy, which includes Sand Commando and Ice Creeper. The per- it's Perimeter. Perimeter Mall going to ABC123, which included <laughs> Cranium and TF Downfall. The University Town Center first place went to the Jokers, which is Gilly V2 and Air Halo. The Town Center at Boca Raton first place went to Sippin' Tea in the Hood. <laughs> Great name. Which went to B2 The Riddle and Rigorno? Rigorno? I don't Rigorno. 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 It's not delivery, it's Rigorno. <laughs> All right. And then out of the West stores here, the shops at Mission Veo. First place, Ping. Ping Kings, which went to Jive Chip and Diamond Towel. We have the Bellevue Square. First place went to Neighborhood Heroes, which is Just Hawk and North Snipes. We have the Century City Store. First place went to Insanity, which included Avocado Chief and Avocado Chief One. <laughs> the Stanford Shopping Center. First, wait, first place went to EZGG, which included Da Fox and Habs. Out of the Alamona store, first place went to Huron Time. Went to, which included, thank God I'm John and my bedtime is 2130. The Pioneer Place store, first place went to Nobility Esports, included Dragonite and Martin. The Fashion Show store, first place went to H5 Legends, which included Yu-Gi-Oh! Tools and Talus, sorry. Then the Chandler Fashion Center first place went to NSNP, which is Zero, Shoot, Kill, and Juke Box. And then finally, the Scottsdale Fashion Square store first place went to Arizona Gaming, which included Native Man and Kunai Brian. And that's it. We did it. We got through them. We did. Woo! We butchered some names. 
we, we there were some good ones in there too. People get really clever with this stuff. I, I like it. I like it too. It's uh, it's good stuff. Will. Yes, sir. So we have a topic for this week that we talked about. We got into ranty rants last week. Yeah. So we asked you fine listeners, what does Halo Esports need to do to get back on top? Whether or not they'll get back on top, that's something to be seen. But we're always hoping. We want we want what's best for the community, obviously. So we asked you guys on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, Discord, all the fun stuffs. And we decided to have a little discussion. Josh has compiled a lot of discussion. I All of the discussion, as a matter of fact. No, I trimmed down some of it that didn't really pertain to the discussion. But, yeah, it's, it's all basically here. So, Will, let's get into it. First and foremost, let's read through the Twitter responses, okay? These are usually short, sweet, and to the point, right? So, first up, we had Sims, Richard Sims, who did not actually reply to us in the tweet. But, he put something out there on Twitter that just resonated with me when I read it because it made a lot of fucking sense. Okay. And I quote, we really, really need an infinite multiplayer beta early next year. Either that or some kind of launch info slash teaser footage, anything, just something. It's the total drought out here, man. And it is, we need something. It's just an overarching, like halo infinite. We need something fucking now type thing. But, you know, it kind of pertains to this because he talks about an infinite multiplayer beta. You know, it'd be nice to have one. You yeah. know what? It'd be nice to have multiple. Yep. Because you, you can come out with one early next year. Yeah. Just to show off some of the mechanics and sh- maybe show off what you're doing. Yeah. Um, get people interested. And it doesn't need to be anything spectacular. It doesn't need to look great. We just need to know it's there. Yeah. And give us... And like you said, it, do- it doesn't need to be right now, right? Yeah. Take a little bit more time if you want to. Just put something out there in its early stages. Allow us to see it, to touch it, to play with it a little bit. Obviously, just take it away then. Take the feedback that we have and be like, oh, this person's a fucking idiot. Or, hey, oh, this is actually a pretty good idea. You know, just give us something to play with for a little bit. And then after you've worked on it for a little bit longer, come out with another one they don't need to, like you don't need to have multiple betas for casual and professional players that's not what we're saying here you can have more than one beta throughout the course of the development cycle right i know and so here's the thing this is where translation might be lost a little bit okay this isn't the way this isn't usually the way AAA games are done okay you don't get more than one beta you don't get more than one demo you get a potential early access thing, but even then, those aren't technically AAA titles. Nobody thought PUBG was going to be what it was. Right. Okay? That was an early access. That was kind of a special case scenario. Technically, Fortnite still says early access when you load in sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, it's like their Battle Royale is still in early access. Wait, yeah. no, 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 no. Wait, is it? Because is that game not even out yet? Like, the PvE, is that full game not even out yet? You can play PvE. No, I know, but, like, dude, I think that's still early access as well. Like, I think the whole fucking thing is. Okay. It's a full fucking game now. You can take that nomenclature off. Just, it's a full game. But you know what I'm talking about? Right. It, for a major AAA game, 
right? You maybe get, like with Call of Duty, right? Now, realistically speaking, they did like a closed, they did a closed beta and then an open beta and a blackout beta for Black Ops 4. Now, they were all around the same time. I'd say within like a couple months spread. I don't think I've seen anything for a real AAA title with a big major studio behind it and a major publisher behind it do a multiple beta, alpha beta stint over the course of development of the game. Okay? I know this is very nitpicky. I know this is very, like, yeah, you, you get what I'm trying to say. But why not be that change? Why can't Halo Infinite, any other studio can do it if they want to, but since we haven't seen it, why can't Halo Infinite take that step and be one of those first pioneers to really let the community be a driving force in this? I'm not saying let them take the fucking reins. Absolutely not. They don't get paid to do what you're doing. And as we talked about previously, there's there's vocal people in the community who think they know what they want, but in reality that it it might not work out the way they expect it to. And there are others that do know what they're talking about, and it could work. It just hasn't been implemented. But let the community give you guys feedback early on so that could help drive the force of the development later on. I I understand. I say put out the beta, but don't take the community f- feedback. Make the game how they want to make it. That's what's going to make it great. If they make a fun game that people enjoy, I think taking the community into account is really difficult for 343 to do because there's so many different branches of this community. Sure. Um, I think they just have to go out there and this is what we're doing. That's it. This, that might piss people off. Josh is giving me a face. He doesn't like it, but that's basically what they did with four and five though. Yeah. But look where we are literally right now. Sure. Four was a disaster. I like it, but in a commercial sense, it was not that great. And Halo five was not that great either. I think the, I'm going to, people are going to hate me for this. I think Halo is stuck in retrospect. Everyone loved 2 and 3, and everyone wants the future games to be 2 and 3. I'm sorry, but to move forward... Not everyone. Not everyone, no. I know what you're talking about. I know but this is where, like I'm saying, there's community members, like... I don't like 2 and 3 that much from a online stance. I I like 5. That's what I came into Halo with. That's what I like playing. That's fine. Um, Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, I like I said, I enjoyed 4 from a fun perspective, not from a competitive Absolutely. perspective. Absolutely. So you get these, you put out a beta and you ask for community feedback. You're going to get feedback from every single one of these different branches of the community. And it's going to make it not work because they're going to try to do too much. If you try to appease the community too much, you're going to make something that just doesn't feel like it's meant for one thing. Um, We talked about having the arena playlist or just a like HGS settings playlist, which they're kind of doing now with arena in um, in the competitive side of things, the, um, the ranked playlist. Right. And then the rest be social. Um, I think, I think you need to know what you're making before you go into it. And if you 
try to tweak it too much in between, I think it's going to make it feel sloppy. Sure. So do you mind if I rephrase what I was talking about then? Sure. So why not? I'm still, I'm still wanting more than one beta throughout the course of development. Mm-hmm. I'm still sticking to my guns thinking that game comes out in 2020. Okay. Honest to God. No, think, I agree. Think 2020. But what's to say we 2019, right? Let's say what? Spring 2020, the game comes out, maybe? I would. I always remember. Did Halos usually come out in like November, don't they? Isn't it like September? September before school, around school. Keep going. I'm looking it up real quick. I'm sorry. I'm not Um, totally remembering right now. Because, well, we just had a bunch of anniversaries hit our show. Um, Yeah, so September. September is usually when the games release. So I think what we get, what I would like to see. So I'm worried that 343 spent a lot of time to developing this slip space engine and they don't have much in development for the game other than the trailer that we saw halo 5 was october keep going um so i would like to see another i think by next spring Mm -hmm. i would like to see a hint to the story like trailer like what is the story going to be about just a trailer halo 4 is november then if they are going to do a beta then that would be fall of 19. And then if they do need to make the changes, if they are going to do something else, then maybe, yeah, maybe they would need a second beta or a beta of a different area of the game and then release. Halo 3 and Halo Reach, September. Okay, so fall. Fall Fall. game. Yeah, realistically speaking. Early fall. I think they stick with that same trend. Absolutely. Um... In which case, if that's here's what here's what I think. Go for it. I think they're probably gonna switch stay, stick to that same trend. Yeah, I would like for them to come out with it in June, when school's ending and all the yeah. kids are getting out of school, and then yeah. you get a bunch of people online playing and enjoying the game and spending as much time as they can on it because the gaming community is. I mean, when I was out of school. Oh, it's all you'd want to do. That's all I'd want to do is sit Mm -hmm. home and play games because it was amazing. The other thing bouncing off that, it's a really good point. And then also, Halo is not where it used to be. Halo will probably not get to where it used to be, realistically speaking. Okay. Mm -hmm. In terms of sales, in terms of reach, in terms of anything. We're a lot of games in now. Okay. And you're not on a yearly schedule like COD is, so you can't maintain that growth, really. Okay. Therefore... Why not come out with it in the summer? You don't have to compete with the fall games. You'd get your market share because there's not, there's a reason why people call it the summer games drought for a reason. Not a lot of video games come out in the summer anymore. Not a lot of triple A games come out in the summer anymore. Okay. It's a constant thing every single fucking year. Therefore, why not come out with it in the summer? Take your market share that you get from it. You don't have to compete with the fall releases and you have your, you have your player base right then and there. So when those fall games come, as long as you have a great game, still people are still going to fucking play it. It's going to be cemented. And what I can say to that too, I mean, I'm no marketing specialist, but 
so hey, we're going to say Halo Infinite $60 game, right? Usually. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. Those AAA titles come out in fall. Do like a, uh, you know, 20 bucks off during that time. Get more people to come into the game at that time when they're looking at those other games. It's going to be on Game Pass day and date. Yeah. So that's even cheaper there. It'll be a Play Anywhere title. You have multiple ways. Yeah, they're, yeah. Summers are a great idea. I feel like I feel like we're trying to stretch and make this work for Halo, but I I honestly think they're just gonna do what they want to do. Absolutely, yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. I know, like the community wants a huge input on what this game is, but I'm at the point where there's, like I said, there's so many different branches of the community that I just want Halo three four three to make the Halo game they want, tell the story they want. I know people aren't fans of what they did on four and five. That's just the way it goes. I, they I they say. took chances. They took they risks. And if you want to remain competitive and you want people to be interested, you can't make the same shit every single time. I mean, Call of Duty's core gameplay has remained roughly the same, but every year they either add or they subtract things. They make the game feel fresh and every it, single year. And I think what what that comes down to is basically maps every year there's new maps the graphics are a little different yep that keeps it fresh enough so i mean even if infinite is going to be a long life cycle which i kind of hope it's not i hope it's shorter than five and we have another halo game after um i would like a yearly like map pack where they just refresh it and as we talked about last time actual new fucking maps yeah not not reskins guys yeah. we, we 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 caught on you know oh <laughs> fucking first first free content release i caught on real quick look oh this really feels similar to this map so yes um that's how i feel about the betas and whatnot though i yeah i'm saying you know like i said a trailer this next spring to kind of hint at what the story is going to be sure or maybe what the gameplay is going to be like mm-hmm a beta in the fall. So we're talking t- fall 2019. Yep. Then t- spring 2020, the game comes out. Or spring, summer. If they need to do a second beta in there. Spring or, beta. Spring beta. Fall right? 2019, spring 2020, summer and, 2020, the game releases. And I mean, if they have different, like, it's, this is going to be weird to say, modes of the game or like maybe do like, a beta for the multiplayer and then a demo for the story where you get to play a mission or something like that to reinvigorate that Halo. Bring back game demos. Yeah. Who doesn't like game demos? I don't know. Who doesn't like game demos? You get a little sneak peek at the game. Yeah, get why to not? to see what it's like. Why not? Bring that interest. Give them that nibble. There you go. Anyway, that's my thoughts. What do you What do you think on the subject then? No, I think that's those are all really good points. The thing that you said that really struck with me was the release in summer. I think it's a great idea. We'll just have to wait and see what happens, but I really do think that's a great idea. And we'll go from there. Okay. We should get into our actual topic though, since we, we kind of our our ranty rant on uh, betas. Let's get into what does Halo esports need to get back on top? So we kind of went into the general hype around Halo what does the esports need now? More betas. So, Haas Sauce on Twitter states, 
Top esports organizations return, engaging and lasting gameplay, prize pools, top players streaming and making content, dependable base player salaries from orgs, and continued grassroots or development league support. So one thing that he kind of hits the nail on the head, which so um dependable or sorry, top players streaming and making content. If you have top players making stream streaming and making that content, then your top orgs are going to be like, oh, look, these players are popular. We can make money off of them. Then they're going to come back, pick them up. Then you see the prize pools increase because more orgs, more things are coming into the sport. Um, and then if you get those grassroots or development league sports, which we're actually kind of seeing now with a lot of these Microsoft store tournaments, I feel like I'm going on a really good rant here, a really good tangent. Keep it going. So we kind of have that where there's there are tournaments happening where there's players coming up and they can prove themselves. Um, but I really think where the money lies right now is streaming and making content and then promoting yourself, getting sponsors. And then these top orgs will see that and they'll just, it's like a trickle down effect. If you make yourself more prominent on social media and popular, then you get picked up and then it kind of goes from there. It's why they call them influencers. Yeah. They're not, a lot of them aren't streamers or influencers. Exactly. And, uh, Ninja's coming back to Halo. I'm calling it right now. It's totally a joke, by the way. Probably Never. Yeah, I don't think he exactly. ever comes back. Um, Mark owns your face on Twitter. Does not own my face, but might own yours. He states, first of all, we need the Pro League back with casting. Yeah, we do. Then, 343 needs to focus on continuous improvement. Rotate maps, rotate game types, remove radar. Not only listen, but take action on what the community suggests. Make it better every season, and Halo ret- will return to the top. Yep, Pro League needs to come back. So I agree. Pro League keeps a weekly content being made, like I said. More yep. content. So Pro League brings back that content. It allows keeps... the casters continual things to do as well. Yep. Now, we do have casters who do other sport, other esports. Absolutely. Yeah. So I'm wondering, like, that may bring in Halo-specific casters where they might have to choose. But then that just, if you're seeing the same face and the same people all the time, you're going to be more invested in that person and then the eSport itself. Yep. Um, yeah, the... Ro- I'm, I'm, I'm making <laughs> hand movements here. I'm really talking He's with my hands today. right now. I'm really talking with Yeehaw. my hands today. Um, but, yes, um, the con- like we talked about before, he said the constant refresh, rotation of maps, rotation of game types, removing radar... Um, I kind of like what 343 did with the radar now that it does the, like, it tracks the advanced movement or shooting. Yeah, yep, yep, yep. I would like to take out the shooting, because you should be able to hear the shooting and figure that out. Mm, that's always been a mainstay, though. That is? Okay. Either way, the advanced movement, because then if there's no radar and there's that much advanced movement, you could really, like, screw with people. Sure. I like that there's a little bit there, but anyway. Um, yeah, no, I think... An, more great points here more stuff that needs to be done to um make more content and bring halo to the forefront indeed nautilus on twitter states way better promotion for everything on a bunch of platforms they're already getting their dedicated player base by having it show up on the opening screen of the game they need to get some pull from elsewhere where people might be interested in it who don't normally watch that's a really good point yeah there's not a lot of Outside advertisement. Outside, like Fortnite is doing commercials on YouTube. They have the um, the Samsung Galaxy, the Samsung Note 9 Galaxy Note Nine commercial with Ninja. Yep. Um, 
and Fortnite just keeps blowing up. It keeps going up and up. Yeah, I think this that's a that's a special kind of case though. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. But who's to say that Halo with Infinite can't get out there at that point and start making those moves? And I mean, you see advertisements for the NFL all the time, all the time, all the time. If esports and if esports wants to get up there and you know make that splash, they they're going to have to do that as well. Yep. Advertise your product and entice people in. Get those big broadcasting deals and advertisement deals. And even, you know, I don't think we'll see esports on like cable or dish TV cuz I think Not eventually yet. I think eventually it's going to like are we saying like cable phases out? Yeah, cable and direct TV are probably going to phase out. But yeah, you, it'll you, be you might see years, these, but they'll you'll go see away. them broadcasted somewhere, on, yep. you know, eventually. Yeah. And I mean, really, everything comes down to advertising to how you get your people to, to pull into your league. Exactly. People pay millions and millions every single year on advertising. I'm talking, I'm talking about like major corporations like Coca-Cola, Pepsi. Oh, yeah. Nike, so on and so forth, right? They spend millions every single year on advertising because it works. And I mean, it's sad to say that it works, but it works. And Microsoft is a big corporation. So who knows? Maybe, maybe some Halo Infinite adverts, the bigger and better advertisements down the line. Next up. Just Simon on Twitter says, best of three, best of five, best of seven, and best of 11. Best of 11. Ooh. Symmetrical maps, real servers, playing an average of 100 ping on Halo versus any other game in the world below 15 ping pushes me towards other games. The lag, the heavy aim is such a huge factor of why people quit Halo. I felt heavy aim for the first time Doesn't this it last fucking weekend. suck? Yeah, I, pa- I did the pause and reset thing a yep. couple times during that map. Yep. I finally felt it. I didn't think... I was like, what is this heavy aim thing? And I'm like, yeah. oh, wait. It fucking sucks. There it is. Uh, real pro and semi-pro status. A real, re- a, level, a real level 1 to 50 rank. No radar. A veto system. Go back to the roots. Leave the other games out of Halo. Events every two months maximum. East Coast land events. New Jersey, New York, Providence, etc. Stop splitting up in a shit ton of leagues. He included a number, but that's a big ass. I'm just going to say shit ton. Yeah. I mean, I would love for more events. It would, it would allow more viewership, obviously. And like we, like we talked about last week with like the gears fight night, right? Basically every week on Friday, they have a match that's streamed. That's casted. Why not just, Give us more. We need more. It's really what it comes down to. We can't... These 2Ks aren't even fucking legitimately broadcasted unless somebody bitches enough and then they get the finals streamed. That's it. Just the finals. It, yep. And I can go on, but the the lack of... um, Yeah, the lack of these streams and watch, seeing these games that lead up to these events really make it harder. It makes... For a casual fan, it makes Halo esports harder to follow. Yes, absolutely. And considering you don't know, I'm saying absolutely a lot this episode. I apologize, but the the fact of the matter is, considering we don't have that many events or that many streams take place, people don't know when they are. Mm-hmm. But I mean, yeah, you just, you just don't know unless you're actively out there looking on Twitter. I mean, yeah, you're not gonna know. 
when the fuck these streams are. So there's got to be more of them. You got to be more frequent and you just got to let people know. Um, It's Prof on Twitter states, get infinite out already. Halo 5 will be three years old soon. Time for a bit of fresh air. Also some weapon, tun- some weapon tuning is needed in Halo 5. Well, I don't think the weapon tuning will take place ever. Not anymore. I think we're past that. I think they've even said that we're past that. Yeah. I agree. I agree with you. I wish the BR was better. I'm, I have to be in such a small fucking minority that doesn't like the pistol in Halo 5. I just, I don't like watching it. I'm fucking sick of it. It's, I think that's why I don't like the other games. It's because of the pistol in Halo 5. Because you start with a great weapon in Halo 5. Yeah. In the previous games, you have to find something on the map. Right. To make yourself better. Well, unless you were in you were in an MLG playlist, in which case you had a BR on start. Sure. But no, I no, I fucking agree. The pistol, in my mind, not even from like I some of it comes from like a realistic standpoint, but a pistol should not be a primary weapon. Like a, a pistol is g- like generally your secondary weapon, right? And the fact that it is consistently Besides a power weapon, it is consistently the best weapon in the fucking game? And it should be a secondary? That's just weird to me. The you're Oh, man. The range that you have on the Halo 5 pistol is insane. And I really think that's what makes it is the range. If you dialed back the range on that, it would, it would change it drastically. Dial back the range. Make the BR what, better. Just fucking better. Bob's your uncle. There you go. <laughs> that's it won't happen but oh. that's what i want um and then the get infinite out already uh good luck with that one bud next up clutchy clutch on twitter states bring t2 back yeah. yes please yes please there's your dedicated halo caster right there sure yep i mean he's doing bigger and better things right now but i would love i would love for t2 to be back absolutely i said it again but i mean it T- yeah, he needs to be back. He's great, 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 great person. Next up, Commando Los Tios on Twitter states, more Europe teams and events. How about more worldwide events? Fuck it. Yeah. Um, I mean, I feel like the the everyone outside of NA, if you want to compete for your region, go out there form a team and get practicing because I feel like it's, it's open a little bit with all these roster changes we've seen throughout these teams. Um, I think there's room for more teams to come in and bust into the scene. So, okay. Again, pure speculation at this point, but here's a question for you, Will. Yeah. What's up? Do you think they're not competing because they don't, because they don't think they can stand a chance against these top NA teams? Like, I didn't mean to, like, put a mind... I, I didn't mean to put, like, a thought in your mind or anything like that. But, re- like, realistically, you just said there's tons of openings that are available right now because of all these rosters that are changing and all that, right? Yeah. Why do these rosters keep changing? For what we see out of EU is, yes, there is a skill gap between them and, the, and North America teams. And maybe that does discourage them. But to look at the progress, progress they've made just over Halo 5... As we were talking to Onset about this in our previous episodes. It's huge. Um, they've made a huge improvement. And if they keep going, 
they'll definitely definitely be on top at some point. It's just they need to keep going, and we're not seeing that. We're seeing players drop off, move to other games. I I don't know. It's um. They yeah they need more teams for more competition, but they also need to keep those teams together and bridge that gap to make it more competitive. Because I think that'll keep people longer is if they're competitive within the scene. So um, they're almost there. They just need to keep going at it. And stick together as teams. I think that's huge. Stop breaking up week after week because it's it's completely detrimental to what you're trying to do, to what you're hopefully trying to accomplish. Hopefully you're trying to win these things. And I'm not talking about just winning a 2K. I'm talking about like going further than that, making your name known, getting yourself out there and really actually competing and trying your ass off. Because otherwise, what's the point? And finally, on Twitter, we had Sander State, max three years per Halo title and show event planning for the next year earlier. Yes. Yep. I mean, that's what made uh, Blackout or Call of Duty, that's why a lot of people are looking towards them because they came out with a full year's schedule. They did. Of what their um, World League is going to be. Yep. So um, I think that security means something to players. They want to know what they're getting themselves into. Yes. So, yeah, I totally agree. Awesome. That's it for the Twitter conversation. Should we jump into some Discord? Yeah. Oh, Will, strap in. We're going deep. I'm probably not going to comment on all of these, but I'll let you go on them. It's fine. We can, we can like read through it and then we can discuss after the fact too, because a lot of these points that we're already talking about are going to be hit on in here as well. This is what, okay. For those who have stuck around this far, thank you. And second, uh, this is a legit Twitter, uh, a legit discord conversation that happened between members in our community. Okay. So a lot of these points that we've already talked about are going to be hit on here in a little bit further detail based off of what they're thinking as well. So keep that in mind and think of this as like a fluid conversation, I guess you could say. So High Tech Redneck states, Y'all were right on the money in your rant. I think content is a big factor in growing the scene. I don't like to say, oh, you should do like they're doing an X game esport. But look at what Optic did with YouTube, even pre-vision. Vision is a YouTube series that Optic Gaming does. Very, very good, by the way. You should definitely check it out if you haven't already. I don't really like watching COD. I like playing it, but for some reason, watching it bores the crap out of me. But when I stumbled across Optic House videos back in Ghosts or Advanced Warfare, it made me feel like I knew those guys and I wanted to watch the tournaments to root for them. I'd love if more players and orgs would do that on a consistent basis in Halo. More content, right? That's exactly what we were talking about before. We've had some. I love the up-to-speed series Towie did with EG. That was high-tech, yes. Fucking absolutely. That was a great series on YouTube. Reciprocity has been doing some cool content around events, and we've had pros do sit-down or rant-type videos, but I want more. And I don't mean just gameplay stuff, more IRL videos. I mean, if you take two players, one's the best in the game but never uploads any kind of content, so I don't know anything about them, other than they're just really good, and one who may not be the best but uploads vlogs to YouTube consistently so I can see the work they put in and their personality, that's the guy I'm going to root for. As someone who's always finished... Jesus, I need to read better. As someone who always wished I was good enough to play Halo competitively, I'm really interested in seeing stuff like what a typical day for someone like Snipedown looks like, setup tours, Q&As, etc., I think stuff like that helps get, fan more, get fans more interested in individual players or teams, so it gives them motivation to watch, not to mention buy merch. 
I get the argument that the scene's so small that they don't get enough views to justify putting the effort to do stuff like that, but I think if more players took the initiative to do it, it could eventually help grow the scene to where that extra effort becomes more beneficial to them and the scene as a whole. Sorry for the essay, this is just stuff I actually think about quite a bit. Obviously content alone won't turn things around, but I see that as being one thing that could really help the scene grow, that pros, and just us the community as well, can do and are actually in control of. Having a good game that, act, that people actually want to play helps for sure, but aside from submitting ideas and feedback, there's not much we can do there. But we can create content with what we have. Maybe too late in the game to do that with Halo 5, and it'd have a huge effect on the scene, although I do think it'd help. But I'd love to see some people hit content really hard when Infinite comes out. I just hope Infinite is a game that people want to play for two or three years. I'm personally not a fan of the new game every year like COD does. I don't think it gives the game enough time to really grow and progress, and in a way I wonder if it holds devs back from making improvements since nobody's going to play it after the year's up anyway. So I like that Halo doesn't release a new title every year, but the game needs to be fun enough and have enough content added, DLC, new game types, skins, etc., that people are okay with playing it for several years. I didn't even get to play Halo 3 until Reach was already out, but once I did, I played Halo 3 pretty much exclusively all the way until MCC and never got sick of it. I want a game that is so fun and challenging that I want to play for 4 plus years. Speaking of DLC, I'm with you 100%. They need to actually add new maps. I don't mind remakes, but like you said, don't remake the maps for the current game, especially since half the ones were re that uh, they remade were crap to begin with. Cough, stasis. Like, why has there not been a Guardian, Construct, or Narrows remake aside from the throwback playlist? I actually wish they'd throw some of those maps into rank or play ranked for playlists like Slayer, SWAT, and FFA. I'm sure there are others from Halo 1 and 2 that'd be good too. I'm just not as familiar with those maps, or the ones I can think of that I really liked have, been, have already been remade a couple times. I also really like the new commendation they added to get the different pistol skins, and wish that kind of stuff had been in, the st in from the start. I'm hoping that it's a hint to how cosmetics will be earned in Infinite. So yes, a, a long post, high tech. Thank you very much for that, by the way. Um, but a lot of good points were made on that. Yeah. Especially like with the, the COD every year thing, right? So I've talked about how it can be a good thing, right? High tech makes a very valid statement saying that it could actually be a detriment to the creative process and how these games are made every year. Sure. Well, like, like I said earlier, I said Halo doesn't need one every year, just new updates, new maps new content every right. year kind of ever flowing i always i always kind of reference destiny so i play a lot of it but they yeah. do that they have they do major updates to the game like what it's about once a year new new uh dlc that comes out it kind of changes the way the game's played a little bit and adds more content into the game i think that would be really beneficial for halo Keep, I do as well. Keep people invested and keep them coming back. Of course. Is there anything else you want to talk about with what High Tech was saying? I think he hit a lot she. of points. She hit, sorry. She hit a lot of points there. It's great. We've talked enough. Let's go. All right. <laughs> Next up, Scud Puddle states, Variety, regular competition, pro league or something like it. Something to keep us interested and connected instead of just these one-off tournaments. Stream your content. High Tech Redneck replies with, I agree. I know a lot of players didn't really like Pro League, but as a spectator, I loved it. It was something I looked forward to every week. Aside from just being enjoyable, I think it also helps keep, uh, it also keeps Halo at the forefront of our minds. I mean, unless you're on Twitter all the time, like we just fucking talked about. 
It's easy to forget that a tournament is coming up, and even when you're on Twitter, since HTS isn't the best at tweeting, whereas with weekly matches, that'd be kind of a constant reminder. Absolutely. That's exactly what the fucking Twitter is. If you're not on it, you're not going to know of things that are taking place. They need to be more consistent with that. Goalie Sniper replied with, Okay, I've thought about this all day, and I've come to the conclusion that Halo 5 Esports is basically where it's at. I was just getting a phone call. I apologize. Maybe 10k viewers, and they just need to try and hold off until infinite. Now, here's where I think Halo Esports can be a big thing again. With news that Esports is being a pretty big focus during development of Halo 6 or Infinite, that means Microsoft have big plans to push Halo to the forefront of Xbox Esports. With Esports being such a growing industry, they'll want their flagship title to be in the top three for console Esports. That means big prize pools with lots of coverage and advertisement for it. I think it honestly just all hinges on Halo Infinite being a great game, like Will was saying. If it's a great game, people will flock to it. I'm not really worried about pros and orgs leaving because if Infinite is big as as it's projected to be, everyone will come crawling back. If there's money to be made, orgs will be there. If it's a great game, players will want to play it. And people will want to watch it. Fortnite came out of nowhere and it's huge. There was no pass to its esports portion. So I think the pass of Halo being great, then not so great, won't matter once it launches. Basically, to sum up my mess of an opinion, if Infinite's good, Halo will be back. As for Halo at the moment, just survive until the new game. Makes sense, right? So, yeah. um, So we talked about Fortnite in there. And I think what made Fortnite so popular is you had someone... I, I, I kind of... I feel like Ninja made Fortnite popular in a way. He's definitely one of them. Yep. Yeah. One of them. So if you look, what happened was, is he started playing the game. He enjoyed it. He started posting clips of these crazy plays, these crazy things that were happening in the game. And it, in the fact, okay. The fact that it's free. Yeah. It's a big portion too. It's a big one. Brings a huge amount of people in, but, um, his his clips brought so much attention to the game itself yeah that more people started to play wanted to do those types of things it brought um all this attention in and then pros started jumping in they wanted to get com- really competitive with it now there's millions of dollars on these Fortnite skirmishes that they have and all the time all the time yeah all the time there's a lot of money to be made there like oh my god so um with it being saying like, you know, if, if the game is good, it can bring a lot of people in. Yes. I think there needs to be something that pushes it even more than just being a good game. Now, I think there needs to be an influencer or someone who was like, you know, doing these crazy things and people then start to flock to the game that normally wouldn't flock to the game. I agree. High tech regneck replies with, I definitely agree. Goalie sniper. My biggest fear with infinite is with the community, to be honest. I know a lot of us are fans of classic Halo, but I don't know what I see Infinite being a I don't know if I see Infinite being a no sprint, no abilities type of game, since pretty much every big game came uh, out right now has a faster gameplay style. They're going to want to grow the scene as much as possible, and while I feel like a classic gameplay style would definitely bring back a good many OG fans, I don't think I don't know that it'd bring a ton of new fans. I could be totally wrong though, and a slower, more setup based style may be the thing that uh could make it stand out from all the others, and thus make it popular. And I wouldn't be disappointed at all if that's the case. With that said, 
I'm afraid that if it's announced that there's even the slightest hint of advanced movement of any kind, you're going to have community members start bashing it and not even give it a chance. I just hope it's a fun, balanced, competitive game. It brings us all back to the whole community division type deal, right? People want advanced movement, people don't. And Will, to bring it all back to what you were saying, we want them to just make what they want to make and hopefully it's a great game. And I've sta- as I've stated in the past, I'm going to play it no matter what. I'm going to talk about it no matter what. Good, bad, doesn't fucking matter. I'm going to play it. So, we'll just have to wait and see. Josh. Oh, Will, what's up? Let's just get super popular on Twitch and then just play Halo Infinite and we'll be the leading force behind this. Just kidding. That's probably not going to (laughs) happen. If only, right? I think, you know what? I've given it a lot of thought. My Twitch stint might be complete. Yeah. Yep. I think it's just a Wednesdays thing now. Like, this is the first time ever talking about it, really, besides the blog post that I put up. But realistically, I think it might just be a Wednesday thing from now on. I got all this shit to do, man. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff to do. Yeah, I'm prepping for a kid. Yep. Like, ah, fuck, man. I'm going back to school. There's another announcement. You are? Yeah. I applied for the University of Phoenix. Ooh. Yeah, fully online degree. Bachelor's in IT. There you go. Yeah. So that'll be fucking rad. Enjoy. We'll see if I get accepted. For those who don't know, I did a two-year stint in uh, Minnesota State University in Mankato, and I dropped out after two years because I didn't really know what I wanted to do, and I didn't really apply myself, to be completely honest. So I wasted time. I wasted money. I have a kid on the way. My wife is back in school. She's killing it. I'm fucking so proud of her. My mom went back to school twice, both for different degrees. She killed it. And if the two most powerful women in my life can do it, why can't I? You know? So I'm going back as well. So I just don't have fucking time to stream anymore. That's what it comes down to. Yep. Um, all right. Back to the discussion. Goalie Sniper replies with, Hi Tech Redneck, I completely agree with you as well. No matter what they do, advanced movement will piss off classic fans. Classic movement will piss off advanced movement fans. I personally love both. Each style makes me approach the game different. I just hate how vocal the negative part of the community is. I think Will has said it best on the show. I just want 343 to make the game they want to make as best they can. Then give it to us fans and say, here you go. If you love it, great. If you hate it, well, that's your right, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Basically. Anything you want to add, Will, before we move on? No. Scud Puddle states, it's tough staying positive in the Halo community. A lot of players complain so much about many different aspects. Some complain that the ranking system sucks. Some complain that the servers are trash. Some complain that there's no support from 343. Yet, they continue to play. They create this black cloud around them and bring down the mood for everybody else. They look for any excuse for why they aren't champion one. Some have legitimate complaints, I will say that, but a lot of others need a slice of humble pie, or they need to stop playing the game. One of the main reasons I like Halo is the level playing field for everybody. Equal starts lets your skill show. If you can't cut it, you can't cut it. I love the game, I love playing. Going back to Halo 3 or Halo 2 Anniversary doesn't mean that you'll be at the top of the charts either. there either. You'll find something to complain about. It seems like this generation of gamers need instant gratif- uh, instant satisfaction. They need to be the best or they'll quit. There you go. There's my two cents. Sure. That's something that I've always loved 
not the negativity, obviously. That's something I've always loved about uh, Halo in general is that normally everybody always starts on, the, in, on that same level playing field. Everybody starts with the same weapons, primary, secondary. Then you go out on the map and you pick up what you need, right? Yeah. Halo 4 changed that. But they brought it back. They did. They did. And that's why, in a competitive sense, Halo 4 never worked. Okay? Mm-hmm. But that that is one of the things that I love about Halo so much is that I just... Like, this is going to sound fucking stupid, but Call of Duty, right? You have so many different classes. You have so many different things you can do. And some things aren't as balanced as others, so on and so forth. The game's still overall fun, whatever it may be. Okay? But the thing that I love about Halo is how basic it is. And I don't mean basic in a bad way. I mean, it's just, it's like a fresh slate. It just feels clean every match that you get into. You don't have to worry about the other fucking person having a grenade launcher, right? From around the corner. Unless a grenade launcher spawns in the middle of the map, you know the countdown, you saw somebody pick it up, and you know somebody on the map has it. You just don't know where. But you have that in your mind that somebody has that. You can account for it better. Exactly. Instead of in a different type of game where you where anybody could pick, have one in their starting loadout, you have no idea what you're going to run across from around a corner on a map. That simplicity, that's the word I was looking for. I love Halo's simplicity in its combat. Even with the advanced movement. Like, I'm not... I don't think Halo 5 was a detriment to the, to the Halo franchise. I don't think Halo 4 was either. But... I love the simplicity that Halo brings to the table that realistically not a lot of other shooters do. Right? Your Counter-Strikes, you have a set amount of money. And then mm-hmm. you get more money for killing and you can buy more guns and so on and so forth. Right? Yep. But even then, the play, like the playing field is still pretty even. Yeah. And then... And it's... I mean, in the, the way Counter-Strike has developed is players kind of know when the other team's going to buy or not based on the position and what's happening. Exactly, based off the rounds that were won, so on and so forth. So you can still make a strategy for that. Whereas, like you said, I'm not trying to shit on Call of Duty because it is still fun to play, but there are things that can be broken at times where a certain class can get you an advantage and you really don't know who's going to have what when you start that round. Um, Kind of the same thing with Rainbow Six. That's why I think Rainbow Six is actually a great esport because there's... Um, it's all about information. So you have these two teams that are starting with these complete set of different abilities, but there's cameras on the map. There's drones for the attackers. You need to find out that information and then make your strategy work around that information. It's I'm a big fan of rainbow six. If you can't tell, no, each character has a counter as well. Yeah. So realistically, you still have a level playing field in that regard where every person has a counter that the other team could have. Mm-hmm. Or, well, I mean, usually more than one counter. Each character has usually more than one. Yeah, but there's yeah, there's so many different ways to play with that game that it's 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 crazy. But um, no, I completely agree. the The Halo starts with the level playing field, and it's a constant juggle of position. Yep, ebb and flow. Goalie sniper replied with, "Agreed. I love equal starts. Let skill decide who wins." But Scud Puddle, if someone's better than me. They're a loser who plays too much, and if someone's worse than me, then they're a noob. That was a joke, by the way. Uh, Silos replies with, The problem to me is that we have five or six definitions of Halo right now, and very very few people would be happy unless it's the version they want. Even classic Halo has three or four versions. 
Halo 1 being a doubles game where a player has a ton of control. Halo 2, which is very reliant on button combos and the only game in the series with fully uh, dynamic power item times. Halo 3, which is the most basic, and Reach V7, which is basic with the occasional jetpack. Some people put Reach V7 and Halo 3 together. I want Halo 1 to be the base, but most Halo 3 fans I know don't like Halo 1. At the same time, many Halo fans, many, many Halo 1 fans only like Halo 1, let alone advanced mobility fans of Halo 5 who find classic gameplay boring. How do you appease six different competitive audiences? You don't. You don't. You can't. Yeah, you can't. That's why I said you have to make what you're going to make and put it out there because, yes, there's... So, I think 343 has learned with Halo 4. There's things that don't work in competitive for Halo. Yep. Um. So, I think they, they kind of have a good direction of where they're headed. Um. All these... I think a lot of fans of classic Halo are not going to be pleased with competitive because I don't think it's going to be that way. I'd be surprised if it is. So you say, why does it need to be it? Like yeah. we we've talked about for so long now. Like I I am a classic Halo fan, right? I played countless hours of three. Okay, I get it. But if I'm gonna be completely fucking honest right now, when World War II, when Call of Duty World War II was the competitive COD that last year, that was fucking boring. To you watch, so? huh? I didn't watch any of oh, it. Oh, it was. Oh, yeah, it's incredibly fucking boring to watch. Absolutely. I know I've said that word a shit ton this episode, but I fucking mean it. It that that I had fun watching it for the most part, but that game as a whole is just boring to watch. So I get that people want classic Halo back. I'm gonna make people upset. Classic Halo is too slow. And this is coming from somebody who played a lot of it. It's too slow. If you want to progress, you need to make changes. Regardless of how big or small they are. You you need... Halo needs to progress. We can't regress. We just can't. If you regress and make it like past Halo's... You're going to just have those fans of those past Halos watching and competing and wanting to strive for this game. If you make it something new and something that entices different people to come in, then that's going to be kind of your game. That's what's going to be the, the game changer is that it needs to be something different because, yes, I believe classic Halo is too slow for competitive. Um, it just needs... You can't just spit out something like Halo 2 or Halo 3 again. It, no, you're not going to have the same base that you had before. It's it's not going to happen. Look at it this way. You have Classic Halo. You can play Classic Halo right now in its full entirety. The servers are fixed, guys. MCC's out. The, the update's out. It's fixed. There's a couple quibbles here and there, but for the most part, it's all fucking there. You know what I'm seeing? As I stated before... Will just looked at the time this episode is taking. I said it was going to be a long one. I told everyone this episode's going to be long. But this this is the conversation that needs to be had, too. Now, if you go on Twitch right now, Will, you can if you want to, but I'm just telling you. If you go to Twitch right now and you look up MCC next to Halo 5, I guarantee you Halo 5 will have more viewers right now. Are you looking it up? Yeah, why not? Ladies and gentlemen, Will is live while we're recording. 
Halo 5. 644 viewers. Can I guess what MCCs are at? Sure. Less than 100. 544. Oh, really? Why? Pretty close. Let's see who's streaming, though. Nated. Heinz is the top streamer with 81 viewers. In MCC. Looks like there are some people in MCC. Okay. So there are some people playing some MLG2s. Okay, so they're probably getting ready for the showdown. The H3-2v2 showdown. Let's see. Your top streamer is Snipedown right now. In Halo 5. In Halo 5, followed by Boobadoobu and Vetoed, then Dinoxide. So how many does Halo 5 have right now? 628 now. And Halo 5 has 500 and some? Halo the Master Chief just went under 400, so it's dropping right now. So someone okay. someone must have got offline sure. or something. The, the, fact that I'm, the point that I'm trying to get at here is that you have your classic Halo game out right now and you can go play it. And this brings us all back to the content creation thing. There, We don't need a classic Halo game anymore. If you want it, you have it, go play it. It's out right now. I don't think we need another one because I don't think that resurgence is going to be there. When MCC got re-released, there was a resurgence and Moses and other people tweeted out like, look how many more people are watching Halo MCC on Twitch versus Halo 5. Guess what happened the week later? It flipped. It flipped. Guess what it's been the whole time? Yesterday, I fucking shit you not. Yesterday, MCC had 50. Yeah. and there is Overall. There is something to be said that Three of the four pro, three of the top four are pros, but there's no viewers in there too. They need, and we've talked about this before, where playing kind of isn't enough at this point. They, they need don't to, talk to chat or anything. They need something more to bring those viewers in. Exactly. And that's, hopefully we see that with Infinite. Right. Now, do me a favor, because just so we can gauge here, look on Mixer as well. If you can quickly do that for me, look on Mixer, check out Halo 5 and MCC. Let's see what the viewer base looks like there. I know we got DJ Blue over there doing God's work on Halo 5, playing some other games as well. I want to know what the viewership looks like on that side. What do we got? Are you able to find out by game on Mixer? I never checked. Um. Yeah, I just clicked on games. Okay, what do we got? I have no one playing either game on Mixer right now. No Halo 5, no MCC. Really? If you click on the game right now, it won't bring up anybody that's playing it? No. No one's playing it. Oh my god. <laughs> Holy shit, dude. Okay. Well, the, my point my point has been made, right? My point has been made. If you want a classic Halo game, you have your game, you can go ahead and play it. If you want advanced movement, you can go ahead and play it right now as well. Seems like the more popular choice is the advanced movement title in Halo 5. Will, you have updated information. Okay. More games just loaded in. Apparently Mixer was just being really slow. Okay, thank God. I was going to say, no way no people were playing Halo 5 has 38 viewers. Oh. I am not... Oh, Halo Master Chief has 15. Collection. 15. So it's very, very slim on Mixer right now. Slim pickings. But either way, my point's been made. There you go. There you go. Now that doesn't translate to player base. That translates to viewer base. So, but I'm, I'm telling you, there are more people playing Halo 5 right now than there are Master Chief Collection. Guaranteed. Oh yeah, there's more. There's definitely more streamers in the Halo 5. 
then there are the MCC. So the MCC streamers are technically pulling in ah, maybe a little bit more. Are you talking about like per stream? Yeah. Oh, stream. sure. Well, I'm talking about just overall viewers per game. Sure. All right. All right. Scud Puddle replies with good point, Silas. I think you hit the nail right. Uh, I think you hit it right on the nail that there are different games with the, within the same franchise. So it's hard to have an agreement. Yes. As we discussed. Lanky Sasquatch replies with building off the great points of discussion that Silas had brought up. Halo definitely suffers from a fractured player base. While it's been exciting to see each new title in the franchise reinvent itself rather than rehash the same mechanics and gameplay in updated ways, the time in between the titles sort of severed the, uh, to cement people's mechanics and player experience preferences, so when they come out with a new title, it takes way too long for people, especially younger or newer to the franchise, to come around to being comfortable with the new style and let go of the I liked blank better, why did they change it? The other major factor I believe plays in the, into this fracture is the way... Halo has been played with each new title, referring mainly to the social aspects of things. I was in high school when I played way too much Halo 1. 2v2 with a friend and his brother and pal after school every day and 16 friends together mostly every weekend for a LAN party and eventually playing quote-unquote competitively via GameSpy Tunnel by setting up 2v2 clan matches and forums. Then Halo 2 came out and Xbox Live was a thing, so the player base exploded and got to enjoy playing random others, yet with poor internet connections, people saw at LAN parties and created really fond memories playing that game. Halo 3 on the 360 equals better graphics, new mechanics, more people using live, and with a higher frequency of quality internet. Halo 4, 5, and so on. With the downtime between each title, the landscape and preferred method of play changed so dramatically that there was no way a new title could live up to the experience the last provided. In addition, people now get pigeonholed into the online playlist solely defining their experience rather than creating custom matches and exploring the game's maps in different modes. Thankfully, Forge helped buck that trend a bit. Maddie Rums replied with, 343 also needs to provide developer support on the regular. A lot of orgs look for that when thinking about investing. I feel like when Optic Liquid EG were making the decision on whether or not to leave, this was a big factor. When they see the competitors complaining and not being fixed, it's a huge turnoff. Then the decision is made to leave the field. So yeah, a lot of what Lanky Sasquatch and Silas were saying in regards to, like, progression in the games, the time it takes between game releases, and the audience changing. The audience doesn't remain the same every single game release. There are up-and-coming gamers coming into the fold all the time. So, and I think we are in a day and age now where you need to have a faster-paced game, right? And I, again, I don't mean this in a detriment. I'm just saying... We do look for that kind of instant gratification. We want it where if we're killed in a game, we want to come back immediately and get right back into the action, right? A lot of competitive competitive games don't have that, though. Where if you look at... Um, Search like and Destroy and Call of Duty. Search and Destroy, you have like... Um, Gears. Gears. They have Rainbow Six, where once you die in your round, you're done. Yep. Counter-Strike. Counter-Strike is that way. Good point. Maybe the competitive scene doesn't need that shit. But they... It's... it's. But I Halo think, is its own beast. Halo is its own beast. So... I don't know. I don't know what to do. I don't That's know a anymore. That's a toughie. Because there's... That, that... 
the slow pile, slow pile, slow style gameplay yeah. can increase intensity yep. in viewing. Maybe that's where we need more like best of 11s in Halo. Longer drawn out. Like people always say, um, you know, the, the series take too long now, but they've done a lot of editing to cut that game time down. Yep. Um, I think what takes so long in the scene is that it isn't LAN and it takes them forever to get people set up on these consoles in between games. I think that's where Halo needs to change some of their um, production is that it takes so long to set up a team between games that people have a hard time following a whole tournament. Um, yeah, too many breaks in between. Yep. Too, yep. So that's that's kind of it, but that's kind of getting off topic. Let's reel it back in a little reel bit. Reel it back in, yeah. I then say <laughs> that Gears still has development streams for Gears fucking 4. And they do. They The Gears of War tw- uh, Twitch channel has developer streams all the time. As to changes that they're making, balancing changes, tune-ups, so on and so announcements, whatever it may be. We don't fucking have that. We have the, we have the social stream, which is all fine and dandy. Kudos to you guys for putting that stream on all the time, but it's a community stream, right? It's not telling us really like back when Halo 5 had first come out, we did have these kind of development streams where, and now here's a sneak peek of the next content drop that's coming for Halo 5 Guardians, right? Once the content drop stopped coming, nobody did anything anymore. So back to what Will was saying, we need to have constant content coming we need to have these streams coming to make people aware of things that are coming down the pipeline and as people have been talking about in this discussion if they come out early and often keeps people engaged keeps them wanting to come back for more let's the it lets them know that 343 is still interested because if 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 we think that the developers aren't interested anymore And this isn't saying that they aren't. This is saying that they're not showing it, right? If they're not showing that they're interested, then what the fuck are we going to care? Oh, based off perception, you guys don't give a shit about your game. Why the fuck should we care about your game then too? I got Fortnite. It's free. (laughs) I'll go play that. And if you look at a lot of the current games, there are constant updates now. Yep. Constant new um, content coming out. I mean, like like, a, like some of the big games we talked about, Rainbow Six and Fortnite, they're big in the competitive scene. Gears, um, there's new operators for Rainbow Six every season. There's a new map. There's new... Um, Isn't Rainbow Six on its like third year or something like that? Second or third year? Yeah. They're, and they're still coming out with new content. Yeah, exactly. You're, there's a yearly season pass. And you have to pay for it. Yeah. And they're still making new content. Yep. You get So you get... Um, with that yearly season pass, you get six or eight operators, depending on... They did do a season of what they called Operation Health, where the game was kind of in a bad state, and they fixed a lot of things. Yes, I remember that. So now they're back to, you know, two new operators every season with a new map, and you get three or four seasons in a year. That's adding so much more content to the game for to that can change the landscape of competitive. Of course. I'll leave it there. All right. 
Maddie Rums replies, the Smite Pro League numbers aren't good at all compared to other esports, yet you see Mouse Sports, Mouse Esports, Obey Alliance, CLG, Splice, and a ton of other big name orgs in it. E United, Space Station Gaming, Luminosity, SK Gaming, Dignitas. Silos repl uh, replies, E United was interested in a team, but they couldn't justify getting a lower tier team with no way of profiting in some other way. Skins were only for teams that placed well, and 343 offers nothing else really for team orgs to profit. This put Halo in a rich-get-richer situation for teams with skins, and everyone else struggles. Can't speak for other orgs, though. Gears has skins for almost every team, or at least they used to. I'm not sure if they're still selling well, though. Maddie Rums replies with, Yeah, but the fact that they provide them just show that they care. Silas replies, For sure, I agree with you there. I get that there's problems adding skins to Halo 5, but in that case, I can think of a lot of skins that didn't need to be added. Maybe I'm biased, though. So... I think the skins are a big deal. Like when, when a new team, when a new org skin came out for Halo 5 that I was interested in, I'd buy it immediately because I knew that that team would get a portion of those profits. Right. And it also made me feel like, Oh, I'm a little bit more invested now. I'm fucking, I'm rooting for these, these, these guys even just a little bit harder because I bought their team skins. Right. And as they were saying, gears has a shit ton of them. I think, I think Counter-Strike might as well. I think. Don't quote me on it. But I think. I know Gears does. And something that kept me coming back to playing Gears every now and again were those skins. Like, they're, they're baller-ass looking. Like, oh my god. I'm not kidding. They're some of the best skins I've ever seen. Like, some are animated. They, they just look incredible. If Halo 5 can take just a little bit of that, oh man, I'll be even more enticed. I would love to see like a Halo 5 pistol or just Halo 6 pistol with like glowing flames down the back as you're shooting like that. Right? How cool would that be? It'd be fucking awesome. Now and it, Gears does that. Yeah. Now it might be out of the realm of what... See, and that's what people might have a problem with is that it's out of the realm of what is Halo. An animated weapon skin? Yeah. Why? I don't know. I don't know. I have like if it's, I think we need it. You think you need it? All right. Fuck yeah, I think we need it. Sure. I think we need animated skins, please, for the love of God. We don't need to go extravagant with like camo colors. I mean, like uh, armor colors and whatnot that are animated. But I think weapons that'd be sick as shit. All right. Lanky Sasquatch replies with, "I think pushing out MCC while gearing up for five taught three for three a valuable lesson and how uh, an investment." Thank you. How an investment in the community is as valuable as the investment in a product. MCC soured everyone's taste buds, and they didn't build Halo 5 with a growing community need in mind. I think this is why they have uh, put such a focus on digging up the body of MCC and making it the beautiful butterfly it should have been initially. I love that. That was great. Which gives me a tremendous hope for a well-thought-out and community-oriented Halo 6 release. Yeah, Halo, Halo uh, MCC is in a way better state than it was before. And... Considering I personally didn't play a lot of MCC multiplayer when it first released, it was mainly campaign for myself and Dom. Played fine for us, but yeah, once you jumped into matchmaking, that shit was a train wreck. But they fixed it. So go play it. We're getting there, Will. We're almost done. Uh, is it Leaf? Yeah. Leaf, I apologize for mispronouncing your name. I'm a fucking asshole. He replies with, I want to first say that Halo cannot realistically get back to the top of console esports before Infinite. 
Bringing back Halo 3, H2A, nor content for Halo 5 will do this. I won't go into specifics with game mechanics like Sprint, but more how 343 Industries handles the game because I feel it's more important. First, if they're going to continue the model of one new game every three to five years, they must put out regular good content. Again. Yes. You see a trend coming here, right? Competitive maps that work more than just Forge and regular game updates with refreshes to competitive settings are critical. I feel like this is priority number one for both players and spectators. Keep the experience, whether playing or watching, as fresh as possible. There also needs to be incentives to keep people playing. The skins they just released for Halo 5 are a good idea, for example, but about three years late. I fucking agree. Maybe even tie them into ranks each season as a reward. The key is keeping players engaged and striving to improve themselves. Then they will want to watch HCS and go to events. Speaking of events... I feel that during the Halo 5 cycle, there were just not enough open events for non-pros to go to compete in. Every event outside a Pro League playoff should be an open event. It is what Halo was built on, and if they take it back to that, Halo can hopefully get back there again. Looking through a lot of comments above, didn't want to, uh, before I posted my two cents, Gears still does good numbers on stream. The game is very flawed, and in my opinion, boring to watch without execution, but because of all the support, they still uh, pull good stream numbers. Which we, which they do, and which we talked about as well. Going back to that ranking system, giving people the something to compete for. Um, again, something that kept me competing in Rainbow Six is um, every season you get a charm to put on your weapon based on your placing. So if you, you know, if you're a gold player, you get a gold charm. If you're platinum, you get a platinum charm for that season. And I always wanted to fight for that platinum charm because it just like gold's kind of like your average player platinum means you're getting good and then diamonds the best okay diamonds like your top players so for me to get into platinum i was you know i was there for the first few seasons until i stopped playing on console you're rocking those charms and i was it it felt great you know you could show off yeah i was a plat player last season you know and you can get people to you know oh yeah let's let's play together it creates that community where you're getting people back to just you know having that community uh discussion and getting people talking and it brings more quote-unquote hype around the game right gets people people playing together people will have more fun and the other thing too is that so when halo 5 released right you had emblems that you would get for completing your your placement matches in a season Mm -hmm. not for getting a certain ranking or anything like that you play your 10 matches in a given ranked playlist you get your placing you get an emblem at the end of the season they stopped that Oh, yeah. So, yeah, that was, I think, a year and a half or two years into the game. You never got an emblem anymore. But an emblem really doesn't mean anything. I'm still getting emblems, though. I've gotten them. Maybe they stopped after you got a certain amount. Yes. Because if you go to Halo Waypoint right now, you can check the amount of emblems that are in the game. That are physically in the game. I'm wondering if... Digitally in the game. Because, well, maybe I haven't gotten them recently. But like, well, you didn't get Halo 5 when it released, did you? No, it's been a while. There you so go. So I'm wondering if I'm just getting the ones that eventually... Probably. ...for playing now. They didn't make any more new ones. Yeah, okay. So, and like I said, emblems really don't mean shit. Yeah, so, there's nothing tied to them other than just getting visual. them out of a pack. Yeah, so it would be cool if they had like a weapon skin, a, a charm in the case that you're talking about with Rainbow Six, maybe a specific armor like peace 
that you could get. And over a course of a few seasons, you could unlock a full armor set, right? And only yeah. those who completed that series of seasons would get that very specific armor set. And you couldn't get it anymore. Like that'd be, yeah, variety, it's making kind of, people want to come back. Yeah, it's kind of like, um, yeah, and it just if you if you're in a game and you see someone with that weapon skin, you're like, oh my god, he played, he did this, he played this, exactly. Just more content for the game. That's all it really is. Yep, more things to keep you going. And then maybe not what I was saying in regards to like, once those string of seasons are over, you can never get that armor again because. People will look at that, be envious that you have it and they don't. And if they know that they can't get it anymore, then they're not going to be interested in playing it. So instead, do like with what the Destiny thing is doing, right? With this curse that's going around, have it on a rotation basis. To where, hey, from this point forward, you have another opportunity to get this. And if you already have this, we have something extra special for you if you're able to complete this thing. Something like that. It's a very, very, like, yeah. No, I I like the idea is if you get it, you, you get it. Because that's how Rainbow Six is. That you can char- never get it again. Those charms are specific to the season. Okay. If you, like, I have a year one charm that I still rock because that's, like, year one, season one. I was there. Sure. Same thing about, like, with, uh, with betas and whatnot. Not to get on that whole conversation again, but... In some games, if you participated in oh. this beta, you get something specific that nobody else will get. Yep, the I have the the fire weapon skin f- for in Rainbow Six for doing the beta. See? Shit like that. Make people interested in playing your game. It's exactly what they were talking about. Great points. Great points. All right. Lanky Sasquatch replies with at uh at Leaf. I agree that it's a huge community support and probably availability issue. Be it TV, podcast, etc. If you have and hold a regular schedule paired with a decent product, the numbers will build. I mean, you know, let me say the last thing he says. With a Friday night fight schedule, you have uh, you will have built-in numbers of people who have made it part of their schedule. Everything else is a bonus that could turn to potential long-term fans. We talked about that earlier. And not only that, but we are examples of that with this show. We have a consistent... Halo esports are not what they used to fucking be. We get that. We respect that. We want it to get better. We have a consistent show. This isn't trying to gloat or anything. I'm just stating. We have a consistent show that posts every Tuesday, right? Mm-hmm. No matter what we're doing, we make our time available to record the show on Mondays. And I know we're running late and I apologize. But we make it a point in our day, record on Mondays, post Tuesday morning, give something for people to listen to. Something that we're proud of. You know, and the numbers show that week in, week out. So I'll say it later and I'll, I'll say it right now. Thank you guys for listening because yeah, it's, it's great. It's exactly it. If you make content and you make consistent content, people will be there for that content. All right. Leaf States at Lanky Sasquatch. Funny you mentioned the Friday night fight thing. Gears and COD did something similar that matched AMs versus pros and streamed it. Loved watching those. That'd be fucking cool to actually have in Halo. Another thing I forgot to put in my main post, if something could be incorporated to help players improve, that would be so cool. Bad players do not want to be bad. Rainbow Six Siege just added a website called Rainbow Six Academy. What? It has all kinds of helpful info to help players improve. What if Halo had this? How to use certain weapons, power positions... How to make that fucking jump to top mid on Fathom? 
This would be great for those lower level players to help them advance and keep them playing. Especially if there were some tips from pros on there like MLG used to do. Okay, quickly, Leaf, two things I want to state. One, that jump to mid on Fathom. I was watching Vetoed stream and I felt like a fucking idiot because guess what? I never knew how to do it either and I've been playing the game for years. Guess how you fucking do it, Will? How do you do it? It's a crouch jump. Oh yeah? That's all it is. You crouch jump off the lip and you get up there. That's all it is. And, and Vito was like, how, <laughs> excuse me, how did you not know that? And I'm like, I have no fucking idea how I didn't know that. How easy that was. I had no idea. I need to go uh, into Fathom and practice. <laughs> there you go. So Leaf, it should just be a crouch jump. That's what Don't you have be. to hit that little bar on the side? Yeah, the lip. The little lip. Yep, and the pop up. That, that's basically all it is. And then, Leaf, another thing you stated, tips for uh, new players and whatnot. Coming way back full circle, let's get T2 back and have you fragging like a pro. There you go. We need it back so badly. High Tech Redneck replies with, I would absolutely love something like that at Leaf. I think that's a really good idea. I think they've tried to do something similar on a smaller scale between matches the last couple tournaments, but I know not everyone likes it. If it was a separate thing, those of us who enjoy it could watch, and those who didn't find it beneficial would have to. Wouldn't have to. I would love to see Halo do something like they're planning to with COD with an amateur league. I remember that being a big complaint with Pro League, was that it didn't give AMs much incentive to play, since there was usually only one or two AM teams that stood a chance of relegating a pro team. So. Will, did you know about this Rainbow Six Academy? I had um, seen something, but I didn't know what it was. I never looked into it. That's fucking cool. That is pretty cool. There, I think the thing with Rainbow Six is there's so many different operators, so many different maps now yeah. that you almost like, if you want to be a pro now, kind of like Spartan's trying to do, it's freaking hard because oh, I bet so many angles, so many, there's so many ways to enter a map because it's destructible. It's you can ridiculous. make your own entrance. Yeah, really you could. Or peephole, whatever the fuck you want to yep. do. And it's so, there's so much information in Rainbow Six Siege that to compete it's 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 incredible you almost have you almost had to have been there from day one because it's just so much so in halo 5 you know how when you start a, a game in any playlist you have that kind of like map overview yeah this would be kind of like a dumb feature but could kind of like break like just add something in there maybe have like a separate you can be a website doesn't matter it could be in game i don't care have a little area for new players where they could watch. It could either be casted by somebody, get shy away in there. Doesn't matter to me, but have a full fly through of the entire map. Power positions, power weapons, timers, whatever it may be included all in there. And kind of like a flyover aspect. This would be a whole, it'd be a separate thing. It wouldn't be like before a match starts or anything like that. It'd be a, where, a place that you can fiz that you can go to within menus or whatever, and you can sit there and watch that content. Kind of probably a dumb idea, but just, just throwing it out there. Why not? But, okay, and then fi uh, what the final thing that High Tech Redneck stated with the Amateur League. So, yes. We would love to see a 
an HCS branded amateur league like Call of Duty is doing with their World League. Call of Duty have come out and said that there will be a professional league and an amateur league running side by side. I think that Halo could be incredibly benefited by this as well. Um, And it would get more people to play your fucking game, which is what you want. And it would give them a reason to play. Include a legitimate prize pool for the amateur league as well. Give them a reason to compete. Give us a reason to watch. In other words, make the matches casted. And we'll be good to go. And the final piece, Will. We've made it. Lanky Sasquatch replies, At Leaf, Halo could definitely benefit from taking a page from Cod and Gears and, making, and mixing AM and Pro to boost enthusiasm and a following. Might be fun to have a top AM team go up against uh, four random pros from different teams. It would boost vi- uh, visibility for up-and-coming AM teams and cast a different light on some of the top players putting themselves out there for a fun match. The more personality you get out of the pros, the more the casual viewership will be engaged and care about the bigger tournaments. Will, that's it. Yeah, I feel like we made a lot of good points. Our uh, community made a lot of good points on this as well. Um, it's a lot of great discussion. A lot of great discussion. <laughs> Will um, is so excited to edit this episode. I can already tell you the first thing that Will's going to do as soon as this recording's over. <sighs> that's the first every thing. Every time. It doesn't matter if it's... If I it's know, a, it doesn't matter if it's long or not. It doesn't matter if it's a 30-minute episode or two and a half hours. <laughs> like I the first episode side. we ever had. Oh, yeah. Like 15 minutes or some shit like that. It was an announcement of the podcast. That's really it what it was. It's like a point five. Yeah. But anyway, no, a lot of great discussion, a lot of great points made, and there's probably more ideas and more views that we didn't even hear from. Exactly. So, and what's to say we don't retouch on this point closer to infinite's release right once we have more information what community feedback did they take into consideration what didn't they take into consideration what does the game looking like so on and so forth that's obviously for episodes down the line we'll get there will yeah how about we do some shout outs (laughs) maddie rums i gotta shout you out man for continually being at the forefront of providing news stories to the masses on reddit thank you so much man you are greatly appreciated i hope you know that never forget it and then also this is kind of going to be a cop-out but i sincerely mean this as well for everybody who contributed to the overall discussion on this week's topic for everybody that listens to the show for everybody in the discord that replies on twitter it doesn't matter thank you guys you guys make the show what it is we wouldn't be doing this without you and yeah it's just great. We love you. Will. Mm-hmm. You want to talk about some community creations? As always, go check out Meme Monday on Reddit. Always good stuff over there. We have uh, Bravo back on YouTube. Behind the scenes Halo World Championship 2018 video. Is it a video? It is. So, yep. It uh, looks like a Twitter post and then a YouTube video. Um, and then Lottie Van... Prague put out a Q&A. She talks a little bit about HCS in there. Uh, that's her favorite um, game to cast and be at. But um, yeah, go check it out. Good stuff. She does a great job at every event that she's at. So Yeah. And uh, her quality of vlogs for the short amount of time that she's been doing it is really great. Yeah. Yeah. 
like the music choices too. Yep. Pretty damn good. Well, we've reached that point in the show. The point in the show where we wind down. I stall a little bit longer to make you have to edit a little bit more. It's a segment of the show where we're about to close it out. Will, if you wouldn't mind doing me the honor of plugging the show. You can find us on your favorite podcast services. Just search for HGS Pro Talk. We are on Google Play, iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher, Spotify, and others. Leave us a review and let others know about the show. We love to hear your feedback. You can also find us on Discord. Join the community discussion. Link will be provided in the Google Doc in the show notes. You also can join our Xbox club. Just search for HDS Pro Talk. This is the way you're going to get into our community play date coming up shortly. This next weekend, we're going to be playing some great Halo. I'm probably going to get my butt kicked by a bunch of uh, kids. <laughs> I'll be, uh, I'll be kids. the kid. I'll be the noob getting shit on. It's going to happen. We're going to make teams as balanced as possible. We have our Spartan company. If you're interested, search for HCS Pro Talk there as well. If you want Achilles and you don't have it, don't join us because you're not going to get it. <laughs> nope. We tried. We tried. We uh, did not try. We made one. And if you want to sign up, it's there. You can find us on social media. We're on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. Search for HCS Pro Talk on those sites. You'll find our content there. And that's going to do it for plugs. We're all, I'm all out of plugs. You're, you're plugged out? I'm all plugged you're out. You're unplugged? I'm, I'm unplugging from the show right now. <laughs> oh my God. He backs up slightly. Next week, we have recaps of the following tournaments. We have the North American 2K Finals. We also have the next round of 2Ks. The American Griffball League of America continues. We have the first of many Halo 3 2v2 UGC qualifiers. We have the Breaking the Clutch Halo Wars 2 tournament and Team Respawn Halo Wars 2 tournament. Probably other tournaments as well that we're going to be talking about. We have the Community Playdate recap, among other things. The news, the roster recaps, all that fun stuffs. And a potential next piece of investigative work. This worries me. I don't know what it is. I'll tell you about it when we finish the recording. Okay, guys. It, we might we might report on it next week. I'm, I I need to make sure I have all the information before we do. But we'll go from there. And then also, I'm going to reach out to another individual about an interview. So, okay. Hopefully we'll have more information on that later too. Awesome. But ladies and gentlemen, that's going to do it for episode 41 of HCS Pro Talk. And uh, we'll see you next week for more HCS Pro Talk. <laughs> I don't want to do that to my voice anymore. It's not like Randy Savage. Yeah. Okay. That's it. Do our listeners know who Randy Savage is? Tweet at Josh if you know who Randy Savage is. <laughs> what I want to see is I want to see the Skyrim memes with Randy Savage. <laughs> Fucking. <laughs> As the dragon face. <laughs> fucking coming in please i want to see those memes that'd be that'd be phenomenal but ladies and gentlemen that's going to do it for hs pro talk i want to thank you very much for listening as always we know it was a long one but we hope you enjoyed we'll catch you next week for more halo action but until then bye